some hardcore I don't know what that is. I used to be able to do it so well. The music's really loud. I'm surrounded by loons. I'm in danger. I'm in, I am in constant danger. I missed you. Sorta. It's been a little while. It's been a long, a lo- I know. Takes me a long time, doesn't it? I'm a slow starter. What can I say? I see you dancing in this hardcore No, I don't You know, it's all about the endurance. You know, you want to, you want to pick up the pace later on, and then and finish strong. You know, that's how you really want to do things. Right, Morgan? I have to. It's it's rated R. I don't need to hear about your week. I don't want to hear about your week. Because the house has been very quiet because you and Larry have been off all week and I don't know what you've been doing. I don't want to know about it. They've got some kind of weird secret nodding system now. I don't know what that's about. I'm not going to try to crack the code. I don't suggest you try either. Trust me. It's not interesting. It's not going to be fun. You're going to ruin your life. You're going to stumble upon something you weren't supposed to know about. And, you know, Phil has a very strict no-witnesses policy. And I don't know a lot about Larry, but I suspect he could be Mossad. And, you know, they're even worse than that. They kill people for no reason at all. Sometimes they dance so much, buildings can fall down. That's how dangerous those, those people are. So... You know, you want to be careful with both. With, I mean, these, if these guys are going to team up, this is this is terrifying. I hope this is some kind of deep cover operation, but I don't know. We might all be at risk. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know what's going to happen. A lot of crazy uh, nonsense going on. Yeah, the dancing loons. Google them. <laughs> if it's legal, I don't know if it still is. Canada's getting real crazy. Everything's illegal. What are you doing? Are you breathing more than we allow per minute? Put him in jail. Put him in jail. Put everybody in jail. <laughs> I don't like his face. I don't like what he says. You know? It's like that part of the intro where I was like, you're all on watch list. They're watching. Did you think I was lying? This is a page. It's out. It's coming out. It's already uploaded. It's all. It's like the snap of my fingers. It hits the internet, and that's going to be any moment now. I'm just waiting for this accompanying story, which is massive, by the way. This is not an article. This is a book. This is a very detailed dissection, um, autopsy, if you will, on the credibility of the Canadian police state and the media. This is a, it will take you a while to read, like a half an hour at least. So, you know, just in case. Yeah, these are timestamps of different things I've said at different times and different, they're just following it all because I'm a fed. That's why it's all just it's just to get you. It's to it's to create fake investigation papers years in advance anticipating that people would find out about the fed op. So then to make it look like it isn't we have to pre, we have to no wait. We're going to why are we doing any of this? What is this? Oh, I'm not schizophrenic. That's why it doesn't make sense. Oh, 
Oh, I'm not schizophrenic. Oh, okay. All right. So it is just what it looks like? Yeah. Oh, okay. That's much simpler. And that is usually what's happening. Everything's a fucking conspiracy, these people. Uh, no, actually, in, in my experience, very few things are. Uh, but they are out there. But it's, it's a lot rarer than you think. It's mostly just stupidity and greed and laziness and, and buffoonery and incompetence. And, you know, there's a, you know, a frequent dose of other, act, other activities and people and things going on as well. But once in a while, yeah, there's, a, there's an agreement to do a thing that, that shouldn't be done. And it gets done. And sometimes people notice and... And they get thrown in jail, or I don't know. <laughs> What's going on over here? I'm going to start with Rumble for now, today. And then I'll go to Entropy, and then, I don't know. I might look into Odyssey, but it's, I mean, it's like a fucking S.A. beer hall in there, so. <laughs> They're ruthless in there! Uh, can of Worms opener says, sorry for being so unconnect. Mm, I'm not sure, what, is that good or bad? I'm not sure. We'll, we'll define this later. But is everyone in on some joke? Your PM looks just like his father. No, he doesn't. Well, I mean, which father? Who do you think is the father? First of all, let's play a game. Let's play a game. Who do you think is the father? I live for these moments. Is it door number one? Or is it door number Cuba? Castro ate a tree. Yeah, I don't, we don't know. Hail from the middle finger of the south, Indiana. Wow, Indiana. We're getting around, guys. Dagalon has grown to Indiana. Indiana. The Texans are creating allies. They're spreading their hatred. It's the Texans! Probably. It usually is. It often is. It's not always the Texans, but a lot of times. It's surprisingly high, like a high percent. It shouldn't be this many Texans, but there's a lot. <laughs> Oh, anyway. <laughs> Mosey, uh, thank you very much. Says, what's up, Larry? Larry, you've got fans already. Great, good. Now I can never get rid of you. First time uh, tuning into a live stream. Thank you for your work. How does America's crazy compare to Canada's crazy? It's like schizophrenia versus bipolar um, <laughs> narcissistic disorder. Like, they're both very severe mental illnesses, but they're just different in the spectrum. They're of, like, the maximum tier mental illness. Don't get me wrong. They're not, like... A mental illness where it's like, oh, I just can't sleep unless I make sure all the lights are off. It's like, that's a very minor tick, kind of an OCD thing. You know, you could say, that's not it. It's more like, I'm a woman! And cut off their own dick. And, and they're, you know, funding bombs. And We need to conscript all of the grandmothers in Ukraine because Slava! Why, why are these hospitals open? We should close them! That's money we could give to Ukraine! I see. And is is the Slava in the room with us right now? The Slava is all the time, every day! There's a giant Slava flag above the McDonald Bridge in Halifax! And I cry when I drive under it! I see. Can you show me on a map where Ukraine is? Why would you ask me that?! Oh my god, you're like a Putin lover! I see. I see. Yeah, we're going to go ahead and lock this one up. Put put the straitjacket on him. Yeah, you're going to need to dose this guy. Yeah, he's not going to go willingly. What are you doing? You're, it's just for your own good, Canada. No, you need to... Yeah, you can hit him a little bit. It's... And yeah. No, he's... We'll just say he did it to himself. Put a helmet on him. Yeah, no, for sure. Put a helmet on him. Yeah. No, even when he's asleep. <laughs> yes, especially when he's asleep. Okay. I don't know, uh, uh, D-Block? They got room over there? He's going to scream, yeah, for sure. All right. Well, let me know how he does. 
Let me know how he does. That's kind of what we're dealing with here. You guys have more of a advanced dementia slash <laughs> like downward spiral Nikki Six Rockstar syndrome. That's it's like dementia ridden Nikki Six at the height of his drug addiction. That's America. Oh man. Uh, doing so much heroin. I should probably do some more heroin. Uh, I'm Biden. I'm a president. I'm the president of America. Hey, did you know everything's falling apart? And it was me. I did that. That was me. I could, I could, I'm a heroin. Hey, I should cut off my hands. And I, I'll get a robot hands. Like, what the fuck are you guys doing down there? Like, everywhere you look, it's like, we're in fucking Gotham City. I might. What's a good word? Don't. I'm not even going to look, Australia. I can tell by your voice. It's fucking horrible. I'm not even going to look. I'm just going to look at the sky. (laughs) Oh, oh, wait. There's Bill Gates. He's up there spraying shit because he doesn't want me to look at the sun. What the fuck is your problem, Bill? I have to have all the power. I, I gather that. Maybe you should get the power to lose that shit blocker you call a body. Good God. <laughs> the soy burgers are not treating you well, Bill. We're in rough shape. All of our countries are run by mentally ill, crazy people. We're in an asylum. None of us can leave. There's no way out. <sighs> and I'm sorry to say, Elon, I, I, I'm just, there's something really weird about space. I don't want to get into it. I'm not going to be one of those people, but I've read and seen a lot of things on the internet, like everything, really. And I'm just going to say, there's some fuckery afoot about whatever's going on up there. That much is clear. So I just feel like Elon's really got his heart set on like, I'll just get like a rocket. We'll go and live on Mars and we'll hide away from all of these stupid people. Like, I don't think you're able to leave, though. I think the rocket won't. I don't know if that's. I feel like pe- human beings are not permitted to leave, you know? I just, for reasons I don't want to explain, but people that know probably know exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> and I'm not, I don't mean flatter. It doesn't matter. We're getting off topic. What, is there a topic? It doesn't matter. Everything's fucking fucked. Who cares? <laughs> it's 9-11. It's been 22 years and nothing has been done. It was the biggest fucking crime in the world. It was obvious. Next to COVID, I guess now this is the, I said crime of the century, but obviously COVID is much worse. But for God's sakes, at that, at that time, it could have been George Bush dragging a woman out on, out onto a field by her hair and just stabbing her in the face until she was dead. And then he'd be like, and that's why we have to invade Iraq. And, and everyone just clapped. It was crazy as fuck. None of it made any sense. And it was like, oh, we're just embarking on. We're invading people? What is happening? It was so fucking crazy. Oh, and by the way, we need to read all of your emails and phone calls. Like, why? What the fuck did we... Oh, the people rejoiced, didn't they? They did lots about it, you know? People would never fall for that. Oh, wouldn't they? Jesus Christ. How many planes we got left in the air? Two. We got two targets. Two out of how many? Three. Oh, fuck. Well, what do we do with the other building? We can't just blow it up and think nobody noticed. I, no, come on, Phil. 
Come on, Herschel. We can't just blow up a whole skyscraper. A massive, in any other city, this is a massive office building. We can't just blow it up and people will just be like, oh, well, I guess somehow the other ones just, it got, it's got some explosion on it and it also exploded, I guess. Is that how people, is that what you really think? The American people are not, oh my fucking God, they do think that. Holy shit! Bros and brosifs. I don't know if I need to illuminate this, but there were three buildings that fell completely down. One of them was hit by nothing. Some some debris, some cement and concrete. Oh, there was a fire and the other one caught fire. So the fire and it burned down. What? The fire jumped like fucking blocks across the street, did it? Inside of an office building, igniting an inferno that then just blew the building up. That's fucking cool. How did you do that? And everyone went, you know what? This is fine. I, you know, I don't even really need to know, you know, what happened to the Pentagon? You know, no one really knows, actually. So we're just going to carry on, okay? A bunch of crazy, wild, insane shit just happened. Pretty sure we're under attack, but not sure by who. And without any explanation at all, we're just going to march off into deserts on the other side of the world and kill all the enemies of Israel now. Okie dokie, okie dokie dokie. Ugh! <laughs> people would never fall for covid i'm pretty sure 9-11 was the lubing up test run that was the green light red light game that was the like i'm going for it i'm putting my hand in her pants you know <laughs> no rejection we're in covid is a go send the bug send the masks send the dancing sluts send it all they're primed they're ready they're stupid as fuck there's buildings exploding in front of their eyes they don't even ask questions anymore they just do whatever we want ah! <laughs> let me off man no i'm afraid not there's consequences to that you know like, you end up in an army fighting a war that makes absolutely no sense, and you almost die, and lots of your friends do die, and continue to die. And then you're like, mmm, you know, I'm starting to feel a little taken advantage of. I'm starting to feel a little certain way about some things. <laughs> I don't really appreciate... Why is my computer doing this? The way you were treating me back there. Getting a little itchy. <laughs> I don't know. I just feel a little, you know, when you. Uh, I don't know. Fucking lie at that scale. And don't do your due diligence. Like, forget everything you know. Forget your social constructs. Forget you even know what an army is, what any of this is. All of these are just words and terms and ways of thinking about things. It's like, it's an army. You could call it that. You could call it a men's club. You could call it a lot of things, you know, <laughs> depending on who wants to frame it in whatever way. Once upon a time, a bunch of fucking shit blew up and a ton of our people got killed. And we were like, whoa, what happened? And we never got an explanation. We got a bullshit, obvious bullshit dog shit one. 
And then we're like, oh, oh well, let's go kill everybody in the world now. And for some reason, and you're like, everybody at home is getting more poor, and all of the rich people are getting more rich, and these wars just keep expanding for some reason. Now we're in Libya, too. Why? What did they do? What is going on? What's happening right now? And when you have to make two plus two equal four, you have to be able to justify that. You can't, you know, we didn't go picking daisies. We weren't going over to, you know, chocolate cakes and high fives and play soccer games. This wasn't the World Cup. You're fucking wasting motherfuckers. People's heads are coming apart. There's kids on fire. It's fucking the meanest shit that you'll ever see. There's, It's literally hell. Like the devil is there having cake. Like, what's up? And you're like, Hi. Hey, you want to see something super cruel and unfair? No, I've had my fill. It's already Tuesday. And I, oh, cool. Yeah, right. Flaming children. Excellent move, devil. I like that. Very nice. Very creative, you know. <laughs> so you're like, damn, man, that was really fun. Why did we do that? Was that, does that, was that really necessary? Like, what was the purpose of any of this? Why did I do any of this? Why are all my friends dead? Like, cause they were, cause we were like under the impression this was apparently a, a giant lie. So that makes me, uh, you know, a little upset because you basically, at the end of the day, you lied to me, you lied to my friends and we all, you know, you abused our trust and you sent us to murder people. And half of us didn't come back. And now you're like, fuck you, shut up, no refunds. Like, bro, you're a criminal. You're like the worst kind of sh You're literally the devil. Do you understand that? That's how I view you, and I'm right. What's up, Mick? Diagoron says that is the epitome of a cantilever. We gotta leave that. We gotta leave Derek's cantilever alone. Come on, Jaden Mandarin says good to see you back. Thank you very much. It's good to be good to be home. It's the only place I can really be myself. Like Vincent Van Gogh painting scenes of madness. <laughs> I don't know what he's doing. It's really disturbing, but I can't stop watching it. No, I wasn't. I wasn't talking to you. I was talking to the loon. I was talking to the loon. He gave me. A, he said it was a good interest rate. It was a terrible rate. And now I'm ass over ticketel. I lose my house. I lose everything to the bank. 
I demand an audience with Daloon. Sorry, he's busy. He can't. He's busy. He'll come back later. Come back later, homeless man. Fan Dabby, how are you? He says, uh, you rock. Hope to meet you someday. Met my uh, first fellow dag when I sold an item on Marketplace. <laughs> what did you sell him? Don't be guns. Please, God. <laughs> Fisher of men. Uh, he says, let her fly. Thank you very much, man. Appreciate that. Um, I will. I am. I will continue to do, I guess. <laughs> Fucking lawyers are expensive. I have to. I'm their slave now. Don't blame me. Blame them. <laughs> This all could have been over. No. No, you had to create this insane society where lawyers cost a billion dollars. So because you were greedy, the fucking show goes on. I'm always going to make this your fault, no matter what happens. I'll rubber band my way around this place like I'm Gumby, and it'll somehow... It's always their fault. <laughs> it is, though. It is legitimately all their fault. Uh, the Crown says, my bank account was thawing out. Oh, good. That's good to hear. He says, uh, fuck you, make me. Thank you very much. Dark Lord says, three for the Band-Aid Fund after all the slings and arrows. <laughs> yeah. Full salute. You know the one. And, uh, yeah, I'm going to out him. He's the one that did it. He's the one that did it. This, uh, it'll be out. I don't know. It could be done now. Could be. I'm going to check my messages. Check for up live, <laughs> live updates. <laughs> <laughs> almost almost done it should be out you know very imminently by the time this time tomorrow you'll definitely have read and it, it's long of course i'm talking about the uh <sighs> partly the uh long the the the, the story of the F freedom of information protection of privacy act uh disclosure that was given to us by the rcmp ceases whoever the hell they are, revealing a very Hilarious and disturbing picture. That is uh, a lot of it. There's a lot of other elements to this, too. There's other people involved, and uh, it's it's comprehensive, and it is, it is well-cited and sourced, and it is really bad if you're the people that it's talking about, <laughs> because you look really bad. I mean, I don't know. We'll see, we'll see, but it's uh, it's gonna hit a lot of newsrooms, uh, one way or not. Will they run it? I don't know. Probably not. But you never know. You never know. It's worth a shot. It's quite the uh, quite the story, and uh, it's been a huge, a massive help to to me and, and other people as well, um, legally and otherwise. So um, I think he I think he deserves some appreciation for CRJ doing 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 the devil's duty, <laughs> running Phillips errands. We call it grim favors. They're called. Philip desires a grim favor. And you're like, oh, that's that can't be good. You know, you open up your mess like that's the subject line. You're like, you don't want to press open because then he then you know that he knows that you've opened it and you've seen it. And if you ghost him, it, you know, he'll come to your house. So it's like, fuck, you don't even open it. I don't know. I don't know. You'll have to ask CRJ how it works. But um you know, it, it's 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 significant. And a lot of other people contributed uh, you know, to this as well. And it's uh, it's been a long time coming. It's been a long time coming. This story get out there by somebody that uh, can tell it uh, properly. I also, uh, without you know, giving too much away, um, not for any reason at all. And you, this will make sense after you guys you know read the story when it comes out, the novella when it comes out here soon. Um, but just on a human level, as a human being, um, as one of probably the only other people in this country 
that could really truly appreciate you know what this has been like um, is Eliza Hadigan, who is prominently um, talked about in this as well, and her life story is pretty fucked. <laughs> It's pretty fucked up and what these people did to her. And I would consider what they did to her, you know, despite what's, what's happened to me already, uh, is worse, significantly worse. They basically ruined her life and, and basically drove her to near suicide. And it's like not, not hard to see why, you know. Um, I'm sorry that happened to you. And I hope that you get some satisfaction that an accurate story about what these people are like and what they do and what has been happening in this country um, heals you in some way because they're absolutely despicable monsters. And it's about goddamn time. So, <clears throat> that said, let's, let's move on to the horror. It's, hor- it's all horrible. I don't want to. <laughs> but we're going to. It's going to have to happen. Scarecrow says, as Heinlein said, what? Tan stuff? What is this? Tan stoffel. There ain't no such thing as a free laugh. Yes, there is. What do you pay? You pay with your soul! <laughs> Every time they laugh, Philip, we grow more powerful. We don't know. They don't know. We're stealing their souls. Goggins wants you to work out. I just, I'm just going to laugh you to death, and then we'll become powerful enough to float away to Mars with Elon. <laughs> Uh, he says, thanks for helping us all stay sane by t- uh, talking all kinds of crazy shit. You're welcome. My pleasure, sir. It's my honor and privilege to do so. CRJ says, once again, your entry link is fail. What am I paying? I don't know why it's doing that. I don't know. What do you want from me? Dude, they're out there. They're out there. They're in the... Fuck, they're in the room, dude. They're here now. Things happen. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Maybe the site's going through something, but... I, I don't know. Psh, unreal. You're unreal. You're unreal. I take back everything I just said. Fuck CRJ. <laughs> I'm kidding, but just barely, though. <laughs> Brooker T says, happy milkshake day. Uh, may the queen's car rest in peace. I Well, we're not sure it's dead yet. Um... It is a fucking hard-to-kill vehicle, I'll tell you that. And uh, she's been getting this thing fixed... I think every day for about three weeks and finally uh, gets it out. And within 10 minutes, some fucking bonehead like rams into her at like 60 in the parking lot. Like, were you trying to kill me? I was like, this car, get rid of this car. The universe clearly does not want you to have this car. She won't get rid of it. She's like, never. It's a Seinfeld episode with this car. Get rid of the car, George! I'll never get rid of this car. I am this car. This car's a part of me. You can't afford to keep living like this. You're gonna go bankrupt. <laughs> I don't care, Jerry! I live with my parents. <laughs> See? That show was easy. I could have written that show. Overrated as hell! All right. Uh, wow, there's a name. Oh, is this the great? This is who um, Pete Paul uh, Pandering Peeps was was quoting King Hajimullah Muhammad Sabib Did I do that right? Oh no, I, I fucked up the Khamenachash. Haji Muhammad Sabib, aka Hajimullah Muhammad. 
There we go. How was that? <laughs> I mind melded with my lawyer and I now speak fluent Arabic. That, that I, I think, isn't that what it was? That was all right, right? Of course it was. He says, we missed you Thursday night. Uh, Thursday? I've been gone all week, sir. <laughs> I see. And I don't even go on Thursday night. Monday, Wednesday, Friday. I suspect Haji Muhammad could be a spy. It's just, it's a typical Canadian name, so it rolls off the tongue very easily for me. <laughs> he says, my third wife's de- hmm, dependent relative in Canada, eldest son, and I <laughs> came down with COVID this week. It was akin to the first wave with a terrible headache and racing heart, etc. So we just took Tylenol and beat it inside of two days. Worked better than the Vax. <laughs> There's a lot going on in this super chat. I appreciate it, but honestly, I don't have the time to commit to it that it deserves. It would be an hour dissecting a lot of what's going on there. I may have to come back for it. Yeah, I should get, get Kevin. Get Kevin on it. Kevin, we haven't given Kevin a lot of work because, well, after what happened, you know, um, we're just trying to ease him slowly back back into the into the fold you know we don't want to we obviously can't push kevin too hard you know we'll just leave it at that we don't need to talk about it anymore cabbie dread says the bees have been busy over here and there and everywhere we are growing in queens and hives miss you sir cheers fam one two three four five six seven eight nine ten bees double digit bees she wasn't kidding that's a lot uh, the Crown says Circulon is building seven. Circulon was 100% responsible for building seven. Without a doubt. Richard Payne says joined the Blocked by Bernie Club this week. Oh, were you? No, he locked his account entirely. He's just hiding it now. Like, ah! Oh, no! Are they scrubbing my social media? For- yeah, it's too late, though. <laughs> Boomers are hilarious. I'll lock my account. When you let guys, just for future reference, this is a rule of the internet. That if you, like this is like dad's rules of the internet. When you type something, and you're about to take it from eh, where you are to wah, where the internet is, and press the send button, it's within your control to stop this until you press the send button. Once you've done that, it is now on the internet. Probably forever. Within seconds, it's too late. Well, if I just lock... You don't understand, silly fool. Old man! (laughs) This is my world. I was born on the internet. I was raised by it. I really was. I was a child of MIRC. Windows 3.1. How many of you... Could start Doom 2 from a d- d- MS-DOS prompt. Very few, if any. I am the internet. <laughs> internet Bane! No! There's nothing you can do to me that I haven't seen before. I am the internet. <laughs> My first phone number from a girl was over ICQ. He gave me her number. <laughs> That's a true story. First time I ever got a girl's number, she wrote me her ICQ number. That's how fucking old I am now. 
Remember that? Uh-oh. 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 Oh, my God. Block this bitch. She won't message. She's crazy. Ow, 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 ow. The horrors. The things we had to live with that these young kids, they don't understand. They don't understand. See, now we're allowed to do that. I've waited my whole life for this. I've waited my whole life to be a legitimately cranky old man to anyone in their early 20s. They just look at me and go, that guy's just a old motherfucker, isn't he? I'm like, yeah, that's right, you fuckers. You can't get away with it when you're like 20. You can't be 20 anything. Even in your 30s, like, you got to be over 35, 36 minimum. I'm, th- I'm coming up on 38. Like, things are going gray. There's fucking dents forming in my face from stress. And just like, <laughs> oh, is your fucking YouTube not loading fast enough? Jeez, sometimes I had to run to the fucking store to rent a movie, get home, put it in the VCR, and find out it was the wrong tape! Run back to the store! Run back! Fuck you and your loading wheel! (laughs) And this is why I'm not allowed to do methamphetamines. That's the only reason. (laughs) Uh, Mr. Frog, he's boiling frog. He says BLM and St. Fentanyl Floyd was the test to see if people had a good grip on reality. They do not, outside of TV, and could read simple statistics. Could read simple statistics. St- st- fuck is happening. Simple statistics. No, I will not get Alzheimer's. I refuse. They won't. They d- oh, my God. Now, start over. None of that happened. I am totally fine. I've lost the message. BLM and St. Fentanyl Floyd was the test to see if people had a good grip on reality outside of TV and could read simple statistics. They don't and won't. DTS slash 07 to 9-11 heroes and victims. Those fucking cops, dude, and those firemen, were the, those are the best kind of people in the world that you'll ever see. You see any politicians running towards any fucking explosions ever? B- planes are being rammed into skyscrapers on like a regular Tuesday morning. Like, with nobody has any idea what's going on, you're like, fuck it, let's go. Everyone else is running the other direction, and you're like, faggot pussies! Like, in our, you know. <laughs> it's dark humor, leave it alone. You know? It's how you cope, but like, yeah, but also, what are you doing, you know? Full-grown men, ah! With their briefcases running away. Oh! Oh! Steve Buscemi from literally the actor. Well, I don't know if he was there on the day of the attack. I think he came later and did volunteer work, but, you know, just those kinds of guys. Look at this fucking fairy. Oh, no, is the fucking fire? Oh, no, are fucking people in trouble? Oh, don't worry about it. Fucking Mikey and the guys will go deal with it. You fucking run away, fairy man. Nice fucking shoes, by the way. Fucking probably drives a Lexus, that smuck. Oh, well, better go get crushed by a skyscraper for a bunch of ungrateful dickheads. Think about that! What about the debt owed to those men who literally gave their lives for America in the most pure sense that you'll ever have? We are being attacked by invaders. Our people are in trouble. I must save them. And they die in the process. That is the best man you'll ever have. That is your ideal man. And and America was like, yeah, but like Bush is like, I don't know. And we're like, mm, and it's like Super Bowl and like Britney and like, you know, and it's like Iraq and stuff. <sighs> yeah, you don't know what to those guys. 
You don't owe them anything. Just let the killing and the lies and the nonsense continue. They just gave their lives for absolutely nothing when you do. That's all. That's all. All you're doing is shitting on their memory as Americans forever. Like they don't even matter. Like it meant nothing to you. God forbid you ever find yourself in that situation and you will find out exactly how small that I know you are. (laughs) Oh, yeah. You want to feel real fear? You'll fucking see what that's like. God help you. You will literally shit your pants. Yep. It's not rare either. Do you know it's extremely common for people in situations like that? It's like over 70% of people shit their pants when they think they're going to die. Like while they're alive, they're just, and they shit themselves. Did you know that? That's that's a fact. You can look that up. Oh, they don't put that in war movies. Oh, I know. But, (laughs) you know. Guys tend to take care of that before they go out on ops because it's like, who needs that? You know what I mean? You piss yourself, it's one thing, but it's like. It's an auto-nervous response when your heart rate accelerates to a certain degree and there's so much adrenaline in your body that you're literally panicking. What happens is the physiological response of you panicking is your body starts to void anything it doesn't need to then survive and run for your life immediately. All you need to do is run now. <laughs> it's all your body cares about. You go to, you'll get fucking tunnel vision. You'll literally go deaf. You'll hear nothing. People scream at you. You hear nothing. You may not even see anything. You just see a patch of trees and you're just running like Roger Rabbit. That's what happens when you panic. If there's all check out that book uh, on combat by Lieutenant Tur- Colonel Dave Grossman explains all this stuff. And I, I sat through had the privilege of sitting through a briefing from that guy. Incredible, because um, that's a whole thing that like the psychology of fighting for your life to the death, and war and what that does to your mind and and what is that like? Like there's a science there. Why is it not explored? He was the only one that wanted to, and now he's like the world expert, or at least he was at the time. And it was really interesting stuff. But anyway, <clears throat> what I'm saying is, all these fucking tough people out there that think there's some shit, you'll never, I mean, <laughs> be somebody like that and then come talk to me. You're like, oh, fuck, a potentially certain death, but people are in trouble. I guess I better give it a shot. You fucking wish you were made of something like that. They sit around tweeting about Orange Man Bad all day on TV. You don't even know what's happening. You ignorant fucks don't even know what's happening. You have no idea. That was a coup. Let me break it down for you. I didn't want to spend a lot of time talking about 9-11 or any of this, but it's unavoidable, I guess. Just because I assume everybody else is, but I'm insane. (laughs) Let's see what the Joker thinks about it. That was like a coup that happened. Like America was taken over. Like fully then. By alien enemies. And they have been controlling you ever since. That was when they basically iron gripped the whole thing. And they've been in charge ever since. And that's why we're fighting wars for no reason. And that's why everything costs trillions of dollars and everything's going to shit. Because you don't have Americans running America. You have alien enemies running America. And they don't give a shit. They're trying to get rich and take gobble up everything they fucking can before the lights turn out. That's what's happening. Oh, don't believe me? Look outside. Look outside. It's intentional. They don't give two fucks. So you're sitting here going, Oh my God, Trump doesn't... Do you even understand what's happening? 
Do you have any any idea where you are right now? What is your what is your worldview? Please explain to me how you think the world works. I would love to hear this. I would I because it's been so long since I've heard it. I would love to hear what the average normie thinks. Like, what do you think? Exp- just on some various topics. Like, what do you think about this or that? Like geopolitics, for example. Who do you think the bad guy countries are? Do you think there's anything like that in the world, or you know? Who do you- Oh, the Russians are really bad. Oh, they are, huh? Hmm. Yeah, you got a big brain, don't you? Cool. Yeah. And who do you do? How much power do you think the president has exactly? Well, he's the president. He's the commander in chief, and he's the fucking. He's the best president. He's the boss. You really? Be- wow. You think he's in charge? Whew. Well, I'm gonna be honest with you, Roger. This is an IQ test, and you're doing well. You've actually mathematically failed. I can't proceed. There's no point. You're already too stupid to do anything. So, I don't know. I guess you're going to be a human battery. This is the future now. I mean, like, <laughs> we're in a dystopian future, and I have to find jobs for people like Robert. We're going to hook you up to a machine. As you move around throughout the day, it's going to collect your kinetic energy, and it's going to help power the the grid. The electricity grid. It's negligible. It's basically no power at all. But it's literally this or we kill you because there's nothing for you to do. <laughs> there, you would just be consuming things, contributing. Li- we literally invented this job for you, Robert, for so you would have something to do. This is re- this was reserved for like disabled people, but we're willing to give it to you. <laughs> You're sub 80, Robert. That's right. You're a 74 IQ, Robert. Oh, what are we talking about? 9-11 was fucking gay. Caused a lot of problems. Slippin' Lizard says Lizard Militia reporting for duty. No militias don't know the anti-hate people. No. Don't let them know. Let's see. <laughs> I mean, I'm interested to read it, but uh, I mean, I got the, the gist of it. There's some stuff up there. The files are out there. I mentioned one of the places they are at. You can go find them now. If you want. I mean, it's a lot. It's like 1,100 pages of insanity and in, in real shocking unprofessional horrifying conduct <laughs> it's pretty wild the crown says donation for chest feeder cra- crack cream for the chest feeders watching i trust you rage you will make sure it gets to they them i yes it does absolutely jenstein how are you man thank you very much he says let's get the press release paid for fuck these lying killer pedos yeah that's a fun thing i didn't know did you know that you can just how this is the new this is how the news works i'm so like naive at some things like if you can believe this i'm not cynical enough i for some reason believe that you know, as far as the news wire goes, associated press wire and all that shit, it's just kind of like, well, you know, whatever gets in is whatever's good or whatever is, int- you know, no, no, no. You just straight up pay to put shit in there. <laughs> so rich people can just pay to plant stories all day long as much as they and just and just spam every newsroom in the country all day, every day with whatever the fuck they want them to talk about. And in that way, fucking, yeah, yeah, that's how the news works. So just so you know, so we're like, let's do it. Throw it in there. That's going to cost two grand? Fuck it. I don't care. <laughs> ah, what's a little more on top of how much we fucking paid for already? So that's going to that's gonna get around. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. It's quite a read. It's quite a story. And I, uh, you know, 
it's really crazy to to read like and like when it's your life, you know, they're talking about. You're like, this is. Whew. Anyway, uh, thanks, Jenstein. And Nigel says, just popping in to give an update from the stairwell. We are under constant attack, and there are loons everywhere. Oh, that's that's not good. I've taken two to the carrier, but I'm only winded. I'll be radio silent until tomorrow, where I will catch up via Spotify on the way to camp. This is how you fed post. That's a suspicious post. You know, that's that's alarming. I think CISA should investigate that. They that guy's up to something for ab, for definite sure for one hundo absolute. Anderson Paladin says can't wait for the Tucker Dagelon special. I I don't. I mean, why would that happen? But. We live in we live in an insane time. Anything's possible, I guess. It's all some of the things that have happened and are proven just exactly as I have described them to you, which is another reason I'm so grateful that this work was done, is that I can have this as like a credibility shield forever. Like, remember how I said all of this? <laughs> look, oh look, all the receipts for all of that shit I said. You know, under extreme levels of stress and all that shit. Like, no, dude. Oh, he'll crack. No, he won't. He's crazy. No, you already sent him to the death desert. Now he's mad. He's mad, right? You don't send you don't send kids to face death at 20 years old at that scale and then return them back here and go, we're going to scare them with some scary articles. Oh, please, sir. You insult me. It's like, at least put me in solitary confinement. Okay, now we're talking. Now we're talking. Now I'm getting the respect I deserve, at least. Gee, I don't know what these guys' problem is. We just fucking used them like toys and killed all their friends and and then pumped them full of so many pharmaceutical drugs, half of them went crazy and killed themselves. Totally took advantage of them. Ready-made, tailor-made, pharmaceutical ditch pig. Here, stick me and give me whatever pills you want. I had 12 prescriptions at one point. For no reason. Just here, have these and have those. Oh, yeah, this. Oh, this helps you wake up. This helps you fall asleep. Have, you know, blah, blah, blah. Oh, okay. What is happening? And how many of these? These are like $20 a pill, are they? But you know who pays for that? The taxpayer. Interesting. Who's getting paid all this money? Pharmaceutical companies are. I see. This seems extremely sketchy and fucked up. I'm out. Years later, pharmaceutical companies are back and like, "Hey, you gotta try our new product, or it's the, or you're gonna lose your job." I'm like, "Yeah, I didn't know. I'm I pass, bro. Pass, pass." Remember the mefloquine thing? They're like, "Yeah, take these drugs. It helps you not get malaria. It does melt your brain, though." So I don't know. Kind of skeptical of when they say experts agree on anything and, well, the doctor said. Yeah, the doctor, in my experience, is literally a coin toss. You're better off making your own health decisions based on how you feel about it. I'm not kidding. At least it'll be your decision if you do that. And at least is my experience in Canada with healthcare. Fucking, you might as well fucking fit coin toss. It's a coin toss if this person even knows what they're talking about. It's, it's real sad. Um, OG Mango says, give Morgan's car a Viking funeral in the glowing toxic pond behind the pulp mill. You know the one. Well, I think, I think if it's like that fucked up, we're going to try and get insurance to, you know, they're going to want it for parts and everything. You can't, I don't don't know what the insurance claim on a a car that's been melted in a toxic pond of toxic effluent spewed by the, uh, by the paper mill in Pictou County that's been poisoning people for decades, completely, you know, unopposed by local government, and no one has said a goddamn word about it ever, including Peter McKay, who's lived here forever. 
Never said a word. Oh, the conservative party. Yay. All right. His family's in uh, pulp and paper industry, aren't they? Oh, I see. I see. Huh. Do you think maybe possibly is there a... Nah, couldn't be. Couldn't be. Dark Lord says, I enjoyed my 9-11 September 11th Subway sandwich deal today. Nice try. I had a feeling. I had a feeling. Dodged, you know. <laughs> Parried. Uh, Mango says, 7-Eleven was a part-time job. Slurpees can't melt steel beams. They can melt your guts, though. They can definitely do that. All right. Am I all caught up? That seemed like it took a long time. I don't even know what we're talking about. Uncle Kenny says, I say smash the like. Smash the like. All you can do is click the like, though. You can't really do anything else to it. Um, don't, if you physically, you might break something. You might break your, your, your keyboard or your mouse or your phone. They melt your teeth. Exactly. They melt something. That's what the Indian moon rocket was fueled by when it went to space. It was a Slurpee-fueled uh, rocket engine. It turns out it's highly combustible and extremely toxic and explosive. Um, they figured this out after the constant. That's what's causing all of the street shitting in India. That's why 86% of the world's people that shit in the street uh, live in that part of the world. It's because of the Slurpees. It's, and they just can't. It's having an explosive effect, you could say. And then they're like, hey, you know what? We could also build a rocket with this, and then we'll make a cartoon of a pretend N64 and say, hey, we're on the moon. We're on the moon. Like, yeah, sure, you're on the moon. Cool, whatever. No, no one believes anything anymore. It's definitely when it looks like N64. Even if it was super realistic looking, everyone would be like, I, no one cares. No, Literally no one would get care anywhere. No one fucking cares about anything anymore. Everyone's ready for, like, World War III. It would take that to, like, shock anyone into anything, I think. And even then. It's just two weeks to flatten the civilization. Uh, oh, you don't believe me? This is a real thing. People. Just, I feel like I should play this to just from, from my own, you know. Did you hear what he said? I heard what he said, but did you see the thing that he showed? Two people in India hate using toilets. There are one billion people Don't worldwide blame me. who defecate out in the open. And of that one billion, 82% reside in India. You might think this is an issue of poverty and that people in rural India simply don't have access to toilets, but that's actually not the case. This may confound international development scholars everywhere, but they have toilets. They simply don't like using them. For decades now, the government of India has been building toilets in rural areas. People simply prefer to poop on the street. In fact, people in India destroying the toilets the government builds for them is a fairly regular occurrence. The government has to give out a stipend to encourage people to use the toilets. And of if course. that is not paid, they will literally destroy the toilets. In fact, it's gotten so bad that they're actually speculating on how to build an indestructible toilet just for the people of India. So friendly reminder, when you ask yourself, why is it that certain countries are at different stages of development? The answer is not always colonialism. It's, it's white supremacy, but you know. I'm just saying, that's that's how they build the rocket guy. Because everyone doesn't understand how they did it. It's like, obviously, there's there's an obvious answer to this. Yeah, no, it was, that's real. I know, I was surprised too, but I'm like, you know what? You know, indestructible prison toilets are the next phase of Indian sanitation. We think this time we're going to give them indestructible, like those steel prison toilets, and it'll be like, come on, guys. They're the most stubborn people in the world. <laughs> Why wouldn't you want to? That's what I don't understand. <laughs> no one has a toilet and goes, I'd rather go in the street. What? Who in the fuck? What the fuck is wrong with you? 
What compulsion? It again. Everybody's there's mental illness. It's it's taking over the planet. Everything. Everyone everywhere is insane now. Uh, God, we're only an hour into this. We've got so much more to fucking deal with. Oh, this is uh okay. Where do I begin? There, there's so much shit. We got we got COVID stuff. You know, <laughs> Bra- brace for cases. Who wants to talk about that? Nobody. Nobody cares about that. Mm. The uh, the trial is on. Lich and Barber are in Ottawa right now on trial. And, you know, I'm kind of following, and this is, I mean, for what it's worth, it's people tweeting, you know, from inside the courtroom. Because you're not allowed to video or any of that. But you can. <laughs> like, who? what's the thought process here? Not that I'm complaining. I think it's fine. I think. I think it's fine. I don't know. Because journalists used to be able to sit. You could sit there and like take notes, I think. I think they used to let you do that? Or do they even let you do that now? I don't know. But for some reason, you could text people. <laughs> I don't, Whatever. You could tweet. You could tweet court cases, but you can't take pictures. Okay. All right. I guess that makes sense. I don't, whatever. I don't, I don't care. I don't even give a shit. I don't know why I'm criticizing it like I care because I don't. I'm just saying, I'm just, I can't help it. It's just everywhere I look, I see something that doesn't make sense. I'm either insane or, I I don't know. (laughs) Why don't you just focus on the good things? Because there's nothing wrong with those. When there's things that are wrong, there's problems. Like once again, you end up going to a war you're not supposed to be in and everybody's dead. So that's why you don't just focus on the good things. Oh my goodness, my garden is filled with weeds. Why don't you just focus on the parts that don't have weeds? Well, because eventually I won't have a garden anymore then, sweetheart. That's why. Yeah, but I don't like confrontation. Well, that's why you're over there and that's why I'm over here. Shh. (laughs) Anyway, from what I gather, uh, this has been... It's a little silly. It's a little silly in there. A lot of the Crown's arguments are appeals to emotion. They want to do victim impact statements and stuff. And it's like, to what? We haven't even established there's victims yet. Like, what are you talking about? And they're trying to, like, bring all of these tons and tons. Oh, we got all this disclosure at the last minute. Uh, We have to use all this as evidence now. And they're just, you know, it seems very, like, haphazard kind. You know, you're looking at your watch like, are you? Come on. What are you doing? I don't know. The judge doesn't seem like she's... But, I mean, again, that's who's, that's the interpretation of who's tweeting these things. It seems as though the judge is not pleased with the government's case, but... We'll see. We're not... Uh, Canada has yet to Enrique Tario or Joe Biggs anyone, and, you know, meaning throw them in jail for an insane amount of time despite doing virtually nothing. I mean, by comparison, uh, you know, give them the sentence that you would get for murder. Wow. Okay. Uh, Nothing like that has happened in Canada yet. There's been people stay in jail for quite a long time, which is still ongoing. And it's like one of those technically actually sort of we can keep them, even though it's highly unusual and irregular. It's not illegal. And you're like, oh, man. So there's that going on. But nobody's been, um, you know. So far, so far, the so far the walls are holding, the doors are holding for so far, and uh, this will, will be a precedent-setting case because uh, they're facing like ten years for a mischief charge. 
I don't know. But if they get convicted and they get sentenced to like years in prison, that will send a very chilling message to the rest of Canada who has any ideas about protesting government power, won't it? Conversely, or well, at the same time, I should say, if that does happen, uh, that also says that the justice system has now chosen a side. And you can expect more of this in the future because that precedent's been set. Nobody's, the next judge may not want to go against it, you know? And then you got two, then you got three, then, no, that's just how it is. You, you protest, you go to jail. If that's what they decide, I don't know. But that's kind of what's at stake here. And they're trying to say, it's not the trial of the convoy, or you know, which it isn't. It's supposed to be uh, Mr. Barber and Miss uh, Litch for mischief. Did they commit mischief or not? As per the criminal code, that's the trial. And they're like, but the convoy was scary. And it's like, but that that's not what we're doing, man. And they're trying to make that the case. They're trying to make it about that. A political kind of just, just the whole, con- is the convoy guilty or not is what this is really turning into. Is the convoy bad or is it not bad? That's what's going to be perceived by the public. That's what's at stake here. Nobody, the average Joe doesn't even fucking understand what charges are. They don't, they don't care. All they know is guilty or not guilty. Those are words they understand and will internalize. And they know their faces and they know convoy. Those three things. Barbara Litch, convoy, and the only other thing they care about is good or bad. Do I boo or do I yay? They must know. They must be told because they're simpletons. We must now attack Iraq. That's all they're waiting for. So that's what this really is about. So that this is, uh, you know, that's why it's interesting to me to follow. Like, why would why would anyone care about a mischief trial? No, that's why. <laughs> because everybody's kind of waiting to see which way the wind is going to blow for the first time. These are the first ones to uh, to be, you know, put on trial for anything for mischief. You know, some kids spray paint graffiti on the side of their high school. Others honk horns. Coming up next on terrifying teenage behavior. Like mischief? Are you kidding? Was oh, was attempted mass murder not applicable? It's how I feel, though. I just fucking feel murdered. They murdered me. You're not murdered, buddy. You're not murdered. It's okay. You didn't get murdered, buddy. I was murdered. No, you were just inconvenienced, and you didn't like it. You didn't like, you didn't agree with their politics, and you didn't like it. That's all that happened. Everybody's fine. Literally, nobody got hurt except for the people the police beat the shit out of, actually. Those are the only people that got hurt. Everybody's fine. You didn't get harmed. But it was loud, though. Oh, was it loud? Was it loud like AK-47 fire next to your fucking head loud? Was it loud like the impact sound of an RPG-7 exploding into an olive tree seven meters in front of your face? Probably less. Ten feet, man. Twelve, ten, twelve feet. Was it that loud? I have PTSD. Oh, do you really? Do you really? Were people next to you getting fucking vaporized? Ba-boom! What happened to Michael? Oh, he's gone now. Did that happen at the convoy? 
I am so traumatized. Oh, please. Please go on. I would love to play. Please let me hear all about it. That is so insensitive, Jeremy. It's, sens it's sensitive to who? Do you know who Susan's sensitive to? To claim that anyone has post-traumatic stress disorder, like some of these fucking yahoos are doing, is extremely uh, insensitive to people that have or had post-traumatic stress disorder. Like many of the first responders and veterans in this country who kill themselves all the fucking time. Like friends of mine. How? I mean, you're You're disgusting. You were inconvenienced, you didn't like it, and you got nervous. So you're fucking on this, you know, you're traumatized to the point you're going to hang yourself. Are, re, really? Fucking really? Oh no, please, let, let, let the waterworks fly. I really need to hear this. Oh, I just don't understand. Oh, please tell me. I don't know anything about people being traumatized. I wouldn't know a fucking dangerous situation if I was in one. Oh, I'm Wally, please tell me. Tell me all about how the convoy was the scariest. It was basically like Return of the Jedi. It was like when the Death Star exploded. It was so crazy. Get a fucking load of yourself. Oh. A ton of the protesters were veterans, for fuck's sakes, you know? Oh my god, the medic pocket guys traumatized me with their honking! I spit a tooth out of my mouth once that wasn't mine. It got blasted into my face out of another guy's skull. And I went, <laughs> and spit it out. It's a true story I heard once. And I'm new guy. What? Just happen to have his mouth open, you know? <laughs> what is that? Is that a tooth? Am I okay? No, it's a tooth from this guy's face. Boom, boom. He just blew up like in a cartoon. No more guy. And then a piece of him ended up in that guy's face, and he was like, oh. <laughs> That was basically the convoy, you guys. It was just like that! It was just like being in a helicopter going boop, 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 spinning around in circles at 100 miles an hour and then slams into the side of a mountain and you crawl out with a broken back. Oh my God. Holy fuck. Yeah, that was just like that. Exactly. Finally, someone who understands what it was like to be on Wellington Street. Oh, the homeless people were getting fatter and stronger. They were so well fed. <laughs> Shocking news, Mackenzie has little to no sympathy for the residents of the siege of Ottawa. I know, no, I know. I'm blown away too. I can't believe he would say those such insensitive things. Those poor traumatized by traumatic stress people. They were traumatically traumatized. There was just a it was Genghis Khan just hacked up the whole town right in front of them. They hid in a sewer pipe and they just happened to survive and they just they didn't speak for days. They were so, you know, oh my god. You know like people like that have recovered. People that have been in that kind of situation were like everyone was killed around me. I hid for days and then I recovered. And they're living fine. Like they fucking But you no, you need to sue everybody cuz you're traumatized. Oh, are you? You're making a mockery of people that are, have been traumatized. 
You're making it into a joke and and claiming victim status for something like that is one of the most absurd and disgusting and typically Canadian things I can fucking think of. All right. <laughs> Let's move on. I'm just like spewing acid on people like the fucking alien in movie. That's me as a teacher, I guess. Ah, melt somebody. Moving on, next page. You know, <laughs> it's really mean. Um, I don't know. I think he's still mad about those kids being on fire. That should. Yeah, it still just still bothers me. Yep. Again, never should have been on fire. Oh, look, there's children on fire. They, but they shouldn't be on fire. Why are they on fire? Oh, right, because we're here. Why are we here? We shouldn't be here. What's going on here? What happened? What did you do, Larry? What did you do, Larry? What? Office of Special Plans? What's that? I don't think people should Google that. Larry's giving out hints again. I don't... Larry, this is Canada. You better, you better be careful. You better fucking be careful. People are getting desperate around here. And I uh, I mentioned this in a chat. I was watching uh, Ryan was doing an interview earlier. Ryan Dawson, again. Um, if you're interested in a lot of like what, like I want to be autistic about 9-11. I want to know everybody's names and who paid who and on what date and all that fucking. Go find Ryan Dawson right now. <laughs> you have my permission to leave. It's what, what he has to say is far more important. And uh, that guy is a human encyclopedia. He'll blow your mind. And uh, I've never seen him lose a debate. And I've watched a few. And he knows he knows what he's talking about. And it's, uh, you want to know what's going on? That's the guy uh, when you want to talk with this 9-11 stuff. And I, I mentioned in the comments, or it came up, you know, because people are like, we just got to protest. And this is why even, you know, pre-COVID, I was like, oh, we're going to protest, are we? Yeah. I was never really enthusiastic about it. Like, you would need... And and why the Ottawa one appealed to me it was because it wasn't just a big mass of people. There was like a there was like a real tangible like this will cause a shutdown of the city because the roads will be blocked and all of this kind of shit. This is going to force a confrontation with the government, which is what no other protest can do because they just hide, like this one. Did you know in two thousand and three that millions of people? I've mentioned this before, but I don't think I've ever really explained it. Millions of people protested against against invading Iraq. Millions around the world on the same day. Can you imagine people all over the world in the millions in all kinds of countries are begging the powers that be not to fight this war? The day was described by social movement researchers as the largest protest event in human history, and you've never heard about it. 600 cities expressed opposition to the imminent Iraq war. And you know what happened? They did it anyway. And that's when I learned, oh, protesting doesn't work. Protesting is pointless. They can just ignore you. That's the truth. They don't want you to know. Oh, but you could you could protest. Like, well, you can help get a message around. But once everybody's got the message, then what happens? Because that's kind of the point of protesting. It's kind of like messaging and activism and you know getting people alert to the issue. But then once you've agreed on what it is, then what? Well, we'll just stand in the streets and be like, no, and they'll be like, fuck you. What are you going to do about it? 
And you'll be like, apparently nothing! And on we go to fight one of the most illegal fucking war campaigns in the history of the human race. That's all. That's the price of cowardice. That's the price of apathy. That's the price of looking the other way. That's all. That's all. Oh, so what? All those firemen and cops died for nothing. And so what? Millions of people were killed all over the... Millions. It's not... A, I used to say that years ago and people were like, oh, don't be ridiculous. I'm like, are you tracking the death counts of these wars? I am. I'm involved in them. It's into the millions. Trust me. Oh, well. All of that. And if that doesn't, you know, you're like, I don't care. Fuck them. <laughs> you know? Hey, there's people generally like that. Well, do you know what else you'll... I know you'll definitely care about. You know how much money that was? Do you have any idea how much money, trillions of dollars were poured into these fucking stupid conquests? For what? Where's your new house? Did you get a fucking tax break? Did your city get a brand new fucking everything? With the amount of money they spent on these wars, they could have rebuilt America into the space age. But instead, how are you living? How are you living? Since you don't don't care about innocent people getting killed, that's fine. Not everyone does. (laughs) I mean, it's not fine, but hey. Not everyone does. They do care about getting fucked over, though, don't they? And guess what? You got really, really fucked over. And your your life is significantly harder now because of these decisions that were already made and continue to be made, and no one can stop them. At least not yet. Things are seemingly... <laughs> the giant seems to, to rumble a little bit, you know? It's like they're scrambling to find another hit of some kind of, you know, whatever they inject you with to put you to sleep. He's like, (laughs) oh, fuck, he's waking up. (laughs) One eye's open. Weinstein. Oh, shit. Get him. Get him a needle. (laughs) If he gets off the table, you're all going to die. Come on. He's very big. He's a very big fella. He's huge, real huge. You know, that's the if if the mass amounts of people become aware that they're being uh, that they're under attack, like a hive, like a beehive, it just understands all at once. Like we are being attacked, we must defend ourselves, or we will die. It it would be it instantly turns around to like, oh, now we're completely fucked. We have no chance to win now. <laughs> this only works if everyone still remains. Uh, you know, the fear potion has to stay applied and they have to stay relatively unsure and unwilling to really do much of anything because they're apprehensive about everything. That way they won't react to anything ever. And we can get as long as that's maintained, as long as everybody stays too scared to do anything and too worried and apprehensive and oh paranoid and oh fucking they're too demoralized, dude. And once they stay down there, they'll fucking stay down there forever. And then there's fucking assholes like me that try to, you know, remove that. You remoralize people, and you you know you do it by you know practice what you preach. You go like this, <laughs> you go like that in public, right? And you're like, fuck you, fuck you, you fucker, fuck you. And then they go, oh yeah, and then they come after you, and you just hold your ground. And people are like, oh, it can be done. And you're like, yeah, yeah, they're just dickheads. They're not gods. They're just assholes. Oh, but the government. Well, what are they gonna do? They're gonna be dicks. Well, that's what they're gonna do. It's not you know. You're not dealing with Megatron or something. Come on, relax. Look, have you seen these people? They can barely dress themselves. They're on drugs half the time. They think this is a real thing. There's thousands of pages about this, dude. <laughs> relax, relax. There, there's, you know, your fear level is not warranted. I'm, I promise you. You know, and then they go, no, we're mighty, we're powerful, we'll prove it by... Beating up old ladies. 
Oh, yeah, that sure showed me. <laughs> oh, boy, what else is going on? I'm just all over the place. I'm going to check the chat, maybe. <laughs> Scarecrow says there's a new toilet. New Indian toilet. I don't know what that is, and I don't, I don't want to... But you know what? Some people are listening, and they're like, I'm brave enough to click whatever that link is. T.me slash nobody ever with two V's said slash 46 i don't i'm not clicking that i don't care what's in there i don't care if there's a free bitcoin in there no it's not worth it you'll never get this thing off sergeant rock says late to the party but so nice to catch part of a live stream seems like it's been forever the only person that should be on trial in this supreme drip drip shit leader of china well there should be investigations not a lot of really sketchy things went on the last few years that goes without saying and uh that's why that's why they're so desperate to cling to power a lot of these people because they know it's like <laughs> if the wrong people get in control of the the government like they'll they'll be fucked you know imagine if people like me had like had taken control of the government what would happen none of them would be like whoa my credit cards are all turned off and apparently I'm wanted in every province yeah yeah we got quest we got some questions you know it's question time okay hey let's play a game Let's play Where Did All the Money Go? Hey, who wants to go first? Who wants to go first at Where Did All the Money Go? Hey, why are you all so rich? Huh? Let's play this game. How are you all multimillionaires and why is everybody else broke? And where did all the money that we used to have go? Because I don't see any improvements anywhere. I see everything falling apart. Uh, we're going to go over the books now. Okay, we're going to go over the books. And if there's any discrepancies, you know, uh, you expect to not go anywhere for a long fucking time. Okay? All right. Let's get to work, everybody. First day of the new administration. I think we've got to, we've got off to a good start. I think it's going to take a little while. We'll let you work on that. We'll, we'll let you cook that for about a week. And I'll check in on uh, next, mo next Monday. Next Monday, I'll see where we're at. We'll see how many arrests we've made. <laughs> how many people have broken under interrogation. You know? <laughs> what did you do with Jimmy? The ice tank. Really? Wow, creative. He doesn't like to be cold. No, he's a fancy boy. You're right. Good call. Yeah, he doesn't. No, he can't be uncomfortable. Ice tank. Yeah. Right away. He squealed right away. That doesn't surprise me. Just his toe touched the ice. And he squealed like a girl. Really? I could see that. I could see that. You know, Armani suits. I mean, he's probably gay, you know. Who does that? You know? I need an Armani suit. I'm a Canadian politician. I need a, and I've got a nice pink turban on my head. And I need to be very... Oh, fucking get over yourself. Do you like my Rolex and my Lexus? I hate you. I fucking hate you. You're such a fake person. Holy shit. Uh, oh, this name's getting harder to say every time I look at it. Haji Mullah Mohammed Habib. Haji Mohammed Mohassan. Fob MSG and MSG coincidence, right? MSG equals New York. New York and Fob MSG equals Panjwave, maybe. Madison Square Garden. Some troops who served at the CAF suffered PTSD from not being actively engaged during their tour, too. Just the stress, dude. You don't have to be shot at, necessarily. Like, <laughs> like if you don't think it psychologically affects anyone, I can't describe... Like, you don't understand. Like... It is an extremely difficult concept to grasp, especially as a soldier. You're like, 
this is so unfair and fucked up. Just, you know, that how this works is once you hit the ground, everywhere you go, anywhere, all the time, something, literally anything, a pack of cigarettes could just blow up and kill you at any time. And does. And frequently does happen. It's not like it's a rumor. It's like, oh, what happened today? A donkey blew. A donkey walked over and killed everybody. Oh, neat. What was that? What about that time? That was an old man on a bicycle who was 90 years old and he exploded too. Oh, excellent. What happened to Jimmy? It was a toilet on the side of the road that was apparently a bomb. Like, so you're just driving around everywhere all the time. Like, just don't die. Don't die. Don't die. Don't die. Every time you bump over something, oh, didn't explode. Nope. My buddy, uh, my buddy Gerald in my section, every day we'd be putting our helmet, like just like in the movies too. When you look back at it, it's pretty cool. We're fucking throwing our shit on and we're strapping on our guns. He's putting his helmet on. He's like, you think we're going to go wee today? And I'm like, I don't know, Jerry. Are we going to go wee? He's like, I don't, maybe we're, I think we're going to go wee, buddy. We're going to go wee. And that was his cynical idea of like, we were going to get fucked up, blown up, shot up. Wee! We're going to go wee today, buddy. He was this fucking savage animal from Cape Breton. I haven't heard from him in like, fuck. Ten years at least. Are we going to go wee today? And then that's also a serious comment. Like you're 20 years old and you're like, yeah, yeah. I might die today. Yep. Cool. You know. But then, hey. That's nothing compared to having to deal with, like, I mean, Kurt Phillips might write a blog about you, you know? The police might get mad at you. Oh, no! They're going to put you in a place when you can't leave for a while, and you're going to be stuck with a bunch of other dudes in the same condition, and really all you can do all day is sit around and be bored and work out. I'm like, oh, so just like the army. Yeah, kind of, actually. Oh, yeah, I've, I'm very, I'm used to this. This is fine. <laughs> Well, sometimes they fight each other. No, that's uh, yeah, I've done that too. That's this is all very familiar, actually. And we all wear the same uniform. Yeah. Oh no, I've I've done this before. What's <laughs> <I was> cheating? <laughs> mm. We'll put you in solitary. I like being by myself. <laughs> Don't gotta worry about anything. I hate you so much. I know. I know. The Crown says another donation to you only because UNICEF site was down. I'm sure it was going to UNICEF. Uh, Drew, how are you? He says, someone sent me a website, truthpedia.ca. You should check out the link. I think you should. I think you should check it out. Some interesting stuff on there. Richard Payne says, CPC base is way closer to us than they are to the actual CPC. Oh, I know. And they know that too. Uh, Good takeaway from Friday. These politicians are more scared of populism than we are of them. Yep. For the first time ever, I think, white pill. They're they're concerned. And um a lot of it is is it's not coming out of nowhere. It's because of what everyone's doing. It's the the collective effort of the messaging and the pressure and the pushing is like uh, making them uncomfortable. Like if you didn't do any of that, there would be no effect at all. So when they become afraid of you in the sense that we we have to do X Y Z or these people will fucking lose their minds and we're gonna we're we're gonna we're done we're gonna be fucked. If they believe that, they will do whatever you want them to do. Because here's how politicians work: they only care about getting elected, they only care about themselves, they care about power, money, and notoriety and legacy and shit like this. They want to be important people. They want to be big important. You know, almost all of them. 
Every once in a while, I get some naive people that go, I can change it from the inside. And then 10 years later, they're just like, I'm just fucking used to it now, and I'm making good money, and I don't really give a shit anymore. So it's like that. Or they're these narcissistic fucking me, 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 which is evidenced by uh, all of their decisions and actions at all times. You can, you can tell by everything they do all of the time. But... They will do whatever they think will get them. So if everybody, if the culture changes to where everyone is really, really, really firm on XYZ policy, they will conform to you because they want to be important and be in charge more than anything else in the world. And they will whore themselves out to anybody. Conversely, 31% of the conservatives voted against uh, banning transgender care, surge butchery, whatever that shit. 31% voted, no, we think that's good. 31%. They're infected, you see. And this is going to continue. So this is like tug of war. Think of it that way. On the far left, you have the communists. On the far right, you have us. <laughs> and then in between are the normies and, and, the, ver- and the spectrum of, of politic people, you know? And they're just being pulled away, aren't they? If no one's pulling back in the other direction, you will simply get dragged away. And what you need is an anchor. And that's what these you know, people like myself and other characters around the world are doing this, the same and uh, you know, more you know, intense parties and so on like this. They're with the anchor. They're the ones pulling this way, right? Which makes it easier for the team to pull that way as well. But if you don't have an anchor... You're just going to get dragged away. And this whole time, they've had all of the, they've had everything. The media, the every celebrity, every company, every sport, all of it. They've had it all the whole time. But now with this emerging alt media, it's not a big anchor, but it's growing and it's there and it's starting to get louder and louder. And they're starting to hear it like, oh, I think they're getting angry over there. Right. And if this just gets big enough, these weak, I mean, They'll just kneel and go, oh, we'll just say whatever you want. And be like, yeah, I know. That's right. I know you will. Go do your fucking job. But if nobody's doing that, <laughs> you know, the people pulling on the other side are doing a way better job than we are. So that's why they go that way. They're going to go with whichever they think is, is going to win. They're weak. They're the weak people. The weak people are in the center and they don't want to pick sides. And I just want to be left alone and I don't want to. That's what they're doing. And they're just following along, you know? That's the uh, that's the mental insane asylum version of how... <laughs> if I wrote a book on, like, different th- you know, theories and stuff, it would be like, I don't know what this is. <laughs> People are studying it in a poli-sci class. Like, I don't... Is he schizophrenic? I don't know. It's a manifesto, isn't it? Yeah, I think it's a manifesto. I, th- I think it's a manifesto. I don't, you know... <laughs> Uh, Mika says, uh, correction from last night, ballista is not Roman. It isn't? It was invented by Alexander the Macedon's military. Really? It also marked the start of the biological warfare when they have deceased Kharkiv, right? Isn't that nasty? Yeah. I was traumatized in the honking. Oh, really? Were you like, the enemy is outside our city walls and we can't leave or we'll be slaughtered and they're firing our dead family members and relatives over the walls all bloated and gross to decompose amongst us as we catch diseases and die? Is it that traumatized? Yeah, it's just like that. It was just like that. Oh, my God, you guys. 
cool. Like, you have no appreciation for how bad. Like, that's why, that's how I judge, like, Trump. Like, okay, what happened to you? And then I go, scanning, like, what is the worst thing I've ever seen or heard about? What is the, okay, where does this range? Oh, this is pretty bad. Yeah, yeah, you're probably, I would be surprised. Yeah, you probably are fucked. No, this is nothing. This is on par with my ice cream fell on the floor. You're not traumatized. You're a spoiled infant. Pick it up. Fucking calm down. My God. Oh, my God. Did you get inconvenienced? Like, this is what I'm talking about. These people cannot be inconvenienced ever. And they get inconvenienced. They think they feel like they've been victimized by a crime. That's how soft they are. Anyone else in Canada? And it had to be downtown Ottawa, right? Those people. Do you like my trendy October scarf? I think it makes me look rather... (laughs) Ah! (laughs) Ah, such assholes. Too many men in peacoats, you know? Drives me crazy. Oh, I forgot what I was talking about now. It always happens. What was I just saying? It's gone. Fuck! It is Alzheimer's. Uh, there, somebody remind me what the hell I was just saying <laughs> on entropy. I'm looking specifically at you right now. Don't fa- don't fuck this over for me. Jenstein says the loons aren't happy. No, they're not. They're not happy. They're very upset. Chemical warfare, traumatized. Ice cream. <laughs> um, I don't know. It, now, I, now I know it doesn't matter. It's not important. You guys get the idea. I, I, it's preposterous. It's preposterous. Sometimes bad shit happens. Where's the where's the massive lawsuit for like the town of Lac Magantique in Quebec? You remember when that train just blew up and wiped out half the town? Remember? Like sometimes horrible shit just happens and all oh, what happened to you? People honked and made noises. Oh wow. And you feel like you you and you feel like we, the country, needs to pay because we are, for a, a whole massive trial. And we're going to take the national attention because you feel personally inconvenienced. Is that seriously what we're doing right now? That is really fucking embarrassing. That's almost as embarrassing as the uh, <laughs> hate gate novel. <laughs> Uh, the crown says Philip has head smashed the pendulum in the other direction. He is doing that. There is a video of him training. He's hitting the you know hitting the heavy bag with it. He's got that he's got that hard head. Uh, Spawn says, "Did you hear Rogan and Tulsi talk about fifteen minute cities?" <laughs> Commie Jamie tried saying it's a Canadian conspiracy theory. I have sus- really I have suspicions. Commie Jamie has been bought by someone to try to sabotage the JRE. You never know. You never know. He could be jealous. He could be tired of Joe's shit. You never know. But no, 15-minute cities are definitely a thing. They're not calling them exactly that. They're calling them walkable communities and, you know, sustainable development colonies. It's shit like this. But that's, you know, this is the concept they're doing. Uh, Sharon Donner, 78, says sent rant earlier on film called War, Peace, and 9-11 presented by Redacted. I don't think I've seen that one. I've seen quite a few. Again, I'm always going to defer to Dawson. He's he's very, very good. There's a few other ones, too, but he's one of the better ones. Uh, Wallbangers says, shitting and smashing toilets. It's Yeah, it is. There's a lot of that going on over there. I don't know why. I don't know why. I'm just, you know, I'm the. I'm just letting you know. I'm just letting you know. I didn't make it happen. You get mad at me. I didn't make them shit in the street. They did that all on their own. 
You know what else we're doing over on? We're, we're doing so well with this war, guys. I mean, the Ukraine war is, I mean, they've been now forced to admit this. Maybe you've seen this, as I've said, for, I don't know, quite a while. Not really to just, I like to rub it in in their face, you know, because they hate me so much and they just want, and I'm just, you know. Yeah, 500,000 casualties. That's what they're at. And the New York Times, like, oh, and they're forced to be, oh, yeah, actually, we sort of got our ass kicked and we lost like 100,000 men this summer and this terrible offense. Zelensky's admitted defeat now. Which, again, was obvious. How is it possible that I 100% correctly predicted this turn of events? I, you know, I shouldn't be able to do that unless maybe, you know, I was paying attention and I'm seeing different information than you. And somehow I just seem to be able to call. No, I'm not. I don't have magic powers. I'm just what I'm watching is real, and what you're watching is nonsense. <laughs> right? Not all. Not all content is created equal. What you're watching is government propaganda, and what I'm watching is live on the ground helmet cam footage of Russian special forces laying waste to things. So it's like, oh, I see. They've penetrated. Do you understand the state of this war? It is full scale. It is like World War Three over there for these people. The death toll is insane. And so this, just in case you had any, you know, theories about surviving and doing well in a war, a modern war, the survival rate of the infantry is basically zero. Um, it's it's absolutely insane. And now the Russians are doing. Uh, I can't show you the video because it's literally too. I might even get arrested if I. It's like vicious violence. I mean, pretty wild. The Russians are doing something that hasn't happened since the Second World War, to my knowledge. Maybe Vietnam, I guess. I guess there were some long-range patrol guys there. But where they would send their top special forces guys, like your meanest, deadliest, most savagely dedicated killers you have, and they would put on a backpack, and they would walk into your country like hundreds of kilometers and set up shop and just go on a murder rampage until somebody killed them or stopped them, or, the, or they win the war. That's what the Russians are doing right now. These guys are living under their rucksacks in like teams of five and just laying waste, ambushing this and that, taking their food, weapons, ammunition, and radios, and they fuck off back into the woods. They come out dressed like trees and they slaughter all these fucking people and they're out of all the Ukrainian military. So now they need security for these, uh, you know, um, we're talking logistics convoys and stuff. And they made a montage of all of this, all these raids, these insanely, you know, devastating raids are doing well behind Ukrainian lines to their, like, key infrastructural people or, you know, uh, officers and, you know, back-end people you need to make everything work. Some of the people they killed were Ukrainian special forces, and the Russians made a montage of this video and released it on the birthday of the Ukrainian special forces, just as gift for the motherland. Russia say hello. And they're watching montages of all their friends being massacred. <laughs> I, I'm just saying, as a military guy, the thought of, like, this is what your mission is, you're going to live out of your rucksack for months on end, maybe indefinitely, really, you're completely on your own uh, initiative to resupply yourself, feed yourself, find water, food, shelter, that's all on you, and just, you know, go nuts, go hog wild with your buddies. You, you, you and your four friends are going, going to go on a hunting trip, and it's going to be more like Predator, and it's going to go on as long as you can keep the high score going. What the fuck? Not since, like, the Devil's Brigade has shit like this happened. It's crazy. It's fucking insane. It must be... I'm not even... I'm not plugged into any of these communities anymore, so I don't talk to a lot of these guys anymore. But I can only imagine. Like, they're probably watching a lot of these videos just like, wow. Like, it's it's full all-the-way commando. It's all-the-way special forces to the max. Like, they're blowing up bridges and destroying satellite towers, and then they're like, now let's go kill all the cops in this town! Ah! <laughs> they fucking grab all their guns. Oh, there's a recruiting center down the road! Fucking firing grenades out of trucks as they go... <laughs> like, 
It's crazy. Holy shit, man. Like, have you heard of the roaming Russian death squads that are out there? Yeah, they're fucking vicious. And they're like, these cars are pulling up and they shoot them like thousands of times. I mean, it's like a Bonnie and Clyde massacre. They're just emptying a whole drum into this car, rip the doors off, and they're obviously mangled. And they just trip, going through their pockets. They're laughing. They're like, <laughs> looking at radios like, oh, like, <laughs> whoa, apex killers. You know what I mean? Like these guys are as mean as they come. That's mental. So that's how Ukraine's going. And, uh, you know, the, the women are trying to pitch in, and, and, you know, the only way they know how. A group of Ukrainian women have launched a platform where users can make charity donations to the war effort in exchange for nudes. The platform's name, Tear OnlyFans, is a wordplay on territorial defense and OnlyFans. It works in cooperation with... Seven all the men are dead, pretty much. Now we got to pimp out the girls. Let's pimp out all of our girls for cash now. Because we're winning so much. Several Ukrainian charities. The idea, though, was born out of a moment of panic. Platform co-founder Anastasia Kuchmenko was searching for a car to help someone escape from Kharkiv. She posted about it on Twitter but didn't get any responses. But when she offered to send a nude in exchange for a car, she received a reply within five minutes. Whoa. The launch of the platform comes as some Ukrainian voices have been calling for a revision of porn legislation. Oh my god. This is a new level of desperate where you're justifying this. You're like, hey, but hey, you know, she needed and they helped her because she was like, fine, you can look at my cooter. And they're like, okay, do like, and they're like, I guess this is how it is now. That's the new economy in Ukraine. Look at my asshole. Send me money, please. We're doing, you're doing great, kid. You're doing great. What a legacy, you know? How did grandma fight the war, mommy? Oh, well, she fucking sucked a lot of dicks, son. She, she fucked a lot. She became a prostitute. It didn't start that way, but she got into the e-whoring business, like you'll start in, you know, in school at grade, you know, four probably. And then she decided, because it's the built back better world, right? And, you know, then she just progressed because it's like, well, there's way more money in actually being a whore. So they start doing that. And then it just became, you know. Full-blown prostitution. Yeah. And then she died of meth overdose. So, uh, you know, you interested in following in your grandma's footsteps? Little Svetlana, just like Grammy did. We will fight the Russians just like grandmother did. By bend over barrel for days on end. You do it, grandma. You are so proud. We are so proud of you. Thank you. What a good grandmother! Look, she bring her own towel, even wipe it off for you! <laughs> Slava Ukraine! Holy fuck! That is, like, that is beyond humiliating. I don't care what you say. Ukraine has just taken the- I didn't think it could be done. I didn't think it could be done. Holy shit! This calls for- I- I have- it's been a long time since I played this, I don't even know. Is this the right one? We did it! We- We're not the most ridiculously cocked country in the world anymore! We're number two! We're number two! Oh, thank God! Thank God for Ukraine. I was- man, it- that was getting rough. Heavy lies the crown, you know? Holy shit! 
whoring out all your little girls to pay your war bills because you're getting banged so bad. Even Canada can do this and mean it. Thank you, Zelensky! Finally! We were down on our luck, Canada, but we're coming back! We're number two! We're number two! We're number two! We did it, Phil! All right, but then... Her, her, her article's coming out. We're going to be number one by tomorrow morning. But for right now, we're number two. All right? We're only the second most ridiculous, <laughs> terribly fucking cocked, embarrassing, like embarrassing to live here country in the world. I thought we were going to hold on to that for a long time. I, I think I think Ukraine... How do you, I mean, my God. That is such a dark fate. What will we have to do to live? We must all be whores. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Just so you know, um, and this isn't uncommon throughout history, um, and it's almost like women do this out of a survival instinct because it's like it's better to do it this way than just get raped all the time because this is going to happen either way. It's called losing. That's what happens when you lose a war. The women get raped ruthlessly almost all the time. Ask the Germans. It's not a good time. So they're like, fine, we'll just let her... So in other words, what I'm saying is, you're not winning. That's a sign that you have basically lost now, that your women are resorting to just being whores to survive. That's the sign... The French, you know, women were doing that after their military collapsed, and they all had to, like, basically get German boyfriends to survive and all of this kind of shit. It's what happens. You're not winning. You're losing. You're lost. It's done. Fuck. How, do they have to kill every last able-bodied Ukrainian? Like, is that how? Is that what has to happen? There's only the, the country is only a little bigger than Canada, like forty some million. They've got five hundred thousand casualties. Do you understand? The Canadian military at its height was like eighty thousand total. This would be like how many people from your town are dead? Oh, twenty-seven. Like it's. <sighs> Well, do we just have to kill everybody? Is that what? Because that's the Russians are like. I guess if we have to, they seem to be not stopping the slaughtering. They're like, we will kill every last one of you if we have to. But this is really embarrassing. Please stop this. Multiple peace offers on the table. No, no, it's more important that we slava. You see, we must slava. We must continue to slava. <laughs> we must continue to slava. Who is that? We must continue. I almost stumbled. I almost. I missed it. Not quite. I almost accidentally did a Liam Neeson impression. That would be cool to do. I'll have to work on it. <laughs> I walked into it by accident. No, see, that's not it. Ah, fuck! I lost it! Larry! I can't when he's looking. He side eyes me. I'm turning you around. Because he's got like this. He's looking right at me. I got him. But that looks like he's looking right at me, too. But he's not. It's deceptive. I don't know. Maybe I'll put him on a diagonal. There. I'm in his blind spot now. He can't look at me. That was distracting. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, everybody. Um, uh, the Crown, yes, says a shooty thing, explosive thing, cutty thing. Yeah, well, there's a code. You know, the, the RCMP are all over the code. The Honorable <laughs> Dominic Nino 
says, we are excited to see your new website. A new website? Well, it's not my website. Uh, could you imagine how bad it would have gone for us if the Russians had poured even a quarter of the support we've given Ukraine against us? Uh, it's the it's the most senseless and insane war I've seen in I mean since the since World War One. It's literally just human wave death for no reason, and there's no prospect of victory. It achieves nothing. It goes nowhere. You're just wasting people for no reason, and nobody knows why this is continuing. That's where we're at. Like. The Russians have taken all that ground. They're not giving it back, and they're not moving, and all you can do is throw wave after wave after wave of people at them. They all get killed. 100,000 people just this summer. So, I mean, I'm pretty sure it's over, guys. I think you should I think you should let her go. I think you've lost eastern Ukraine, and I think you should pack it in. Unless you want to send 10-year-olds. Are we going to send 10-year-olds in? We have to fight to the last Ukrainian, said the Canadian prime minister. That's right. Jensen says, Canada will do everything we can for as long as it takes. Uh-huh. So every dollar you send in there enables them to keep, you know, have gives them an excuse to keep fighting. As long as you keep giving this asshole guns, he's going to keep giving them to people, even kids. When there's no more guns and they can't fight back anymore, I mean, they have no choice but to surrender. But we're going to prolong this. We're going to prolong this savage beatdown for as long as possible. For some reason, because they're making a lot of money doing it. Uh, he says, you see that poor woman that has a giant 16-pound cyst? No, that's disgusting. People think she's pregnant. Derek, keep your dick in your pants, sir. What are you talking about? Jenstein, you're getting close to the CRJ bubble. I'm going to put you in it. I'll put you in there. The real Bret Hart says, <laughs> I'm not cheating and cheating. When I worked as an electrician, I once saw one of those giant paint buckets Full to the rim with piss on the 16th floor of a new building. Guys filled it and left it there for everyone to see. Oh, yes. Bring them into the country. Oh, God. I mean, what What do you say? Mom Life says, best white pill of the day. Canada made it to number two. I know. I'm fucking relieved we'll at least temporarily have a reprieve from being the most embarrassing country in the world. Um, and it's like, our women are whoring themselves out. Like, yeah, but your police force chase fairy tales. So, I mean, Fuck. You know, like, yeah, that is worse, objectively worse. We could all die because of that. They're just being whores, but, I mean, if they're not even paying attention, I mean, this place is wide open to attack. Like that, like that kind of attack. What was that about? Hats are getting thrown at me. Lucky it didn't fucking turn. What was this? What is this? Philip, what is the meaning of this? How is this an unstable plot? There's no one else down here. I'm just going to, you You guys saw both of my hand. There's no one here. Things are just flying around the room. It's ghosts. It's the phantom. It doesn't matter. We just don't, it, when you talk about it, it encourages it. All right. I've lived here a while. It's just leave it alone. He says, uh, mom life says, thanks for slavaing harder, Ukraine. GBK Molotov dozers. Gun bomb knife. OG Mango says, what was that song you were playing while talking about Canada being number two? <laughs> I think I recognize it, but it seems so foreign. I know. That's the first time I've listened to it in like, I don't know how long. Like a distant memory. God keep our land glorious and free. True patriot love and all our sons command. There's That's a problematic um, arrangement of words, sir. Our sons command? Hmm? Our native land? Hmm? Don't you mean? No, I don't mean. I mean, those are the words. Those are what the words were always were. That's what they're always going to be. But I don't like them. I don't care. You don't get to change the words. The words were here before you, okay? The words come before you, okay? That's how it works. 
That's how it works. You don't get to go back and be more important than the words. All right? What are you going to do next? Rewrite the fucking charter? Oh, right. You are doing that. You are trying to do that. Right. Good for you. Uh, what's this one? Uh, Spawn again. So Saturday, uh, Rogan had some fun moments with Tripoli talking about different frequencies China uses to control the weather and how we are living in a new Bolshevik revolution. He's That second part is correct. Uh, CJ was active then, too. Who's CJ? that means who the hell is cj and what does he want does he want anything i don't know if i can get him anything all right what time is it not, not enough what are we doing now what now what oh yes let's talk about how great it is to live here. <laughs> i think i should skip that for now that's depressing oh all of it all of it's depressing really oh oh Oh, right. Before they try to bring the masks back, if they don't, this one's not bad. They just stopped the masks now, by the way. What the fuck is all this? Was that like a whole thing? Plus plus operator women symbol YouTube. What, are these things people are searching with the plus symbol? What's plus plus women? Is it fat women? <laughs> Who's Googling plus plus women? <laughs> plus minus symbol is the second most searched term with plus. How many people are like, what does it mean? What does plus minus mean? How? You don't know. Oh, my goodness. I'll accept this in Java. Yeah, programming can, can be complicated. All code, right. But the first couple are very depressing. We live in idiocracy. Anyway, just wanted to let you know. Nova Scotia, just now, like four days ago, we're like, okay, you can take the masks off now. Just now. In 2023, America. Just in case you didn't know, the mental illness continues. Nova Scotia is a funny place, though. You know, it's not typical. It does things differently. For example, you know, what would you say? What do you think the, you know, what would unfold if a man raped his intellectually disabled daughter who then gave birth to a severely, severely ill child. What do you think the punishment for that? That's pretty gross and serious, wouldn't you say? Probably 10 years or something, right? At least. Uh, would you believe house arrest? You wouldn't, though, would you? You'd be like, there's no way someone could do that. This isn't a real story. Jeremy, please be serious. This is not a real story. No one could rape their intellectually disabled daughter, impregnate them, and have a child and you know, and forcible confinement, and then just get house arrest for it. They can if they're black. How do you like that? Incest dad gets house arrest. Impregnated 23-year-old disabled daughter. Halifax Provincial Court judge. Oof. I don't even know which one that is. I don't want to say because I don't know which one I have yet. <laughs> or am I in Superior Court? I don't know. Who cares? Um, cited race as a factor in the ruling. She literally gave him a light sentence because he's black. That's not my bigoted opinion. That is what she said. 59-year-old father identified in court only as RBW because who would need to know this guy's name? Everybody knows my fucking name! But not RBW. He just rapes disabled people. <laughs> All RBW did was rape a disabled woman. 
and then birth of a much more disabled child by the sounds of things. Pled guilty. What did he get? House arrest. Oh, okay. Oh. When deciding whether offenders of such heritage should serve house arrest or jail, the court wrote that a more nuanced approach was required. In short, a racial discount was to be applied. A racial discount. Well then. Just so you know, not not fake news. This is where you live. I mean, you got to deal with it somehow. It's important to know what you're dealing with and who you're dealing with. And that RBW is out there somewhere. Maybe at your grocery store. Maybe at your shopping mall. We don't know because all we know is RBW and he only got house arrest for raping a rich... I can't with this place. Bro, I can't. They're turning me into a person that says, I can't with this. But I mean, I, I honestly can't, though, so I don't know what else. We waited together for the cowards to come. Jenstein says 4CRJ. Thank you very much, sir. And Chet says there was something else horrifying in that article. It was a link to another article about sex-crazed spiders invading homes in the UK. No, you're not. You're not serious. Let's inspect this. You can't be serious. Holy shit, he was, he was serious. Sex-crazed spiders looked at... Fabian, what did you do?! Sex-crazed spiders are invading the United Kingdom. While an infestation of red fire ants could soon swarm the UK. So they are just having crisis after crisis over there. Sex spiders and fire ants! That's the foreign invaders that the United Kingdom really needs to be worried about. The sex spiders and the fire ants! Start calling them sex spiders. All the UK guys, like they're not ripe, they're not rapist migrants. They're sex spiders. It's just, it's their species. It's what they do. Expert reveals how to keep them out of your home. How do you keep a sex spider out of your home? I don't even. I what in the fuck? Why am I reading this? Because spiders love hide. Yeah, but why are they specifically sex spiders? What makes them what? Do I want to destroy their food supply? Like, this is genocide, you guys. What are you talking about? You can't be doing this. Pest control. What? No. What are you going to gas the spiders? You're going to gas the... You're going to starve and gas the spiders. That's your plan. Oh. Well, look who's so fucking morally superior all of a sudden. 
Spider lives don't matter? You don't even care about the sex spider. You're going to genocide the sex spiders. Oh, jeez. You got a lot of nerve. Fuck. I don't know. <laughs> that was a road I didn't think we would go down, Chet. I didn't see that one coming. That was a strange side quest into the world of sex spiders. I, I don't... I don't want to know what they're calling that. The most... <laughs> immediately, I'm like, I'm not going to think about it. My brain immediately thinks of a theory. It would be bad if, like, they're attracted to people having sex, and what it is is, like, you, like, look up, and there's just thousands of these things on the walls just staring at you with their millions of eyes. And you're like, holy fuck, this is creepy. That They just love it. They're crazy about it. They need to see it all the time, and they're constantly ready to, like, they're there. They're all over the place, and they're really close. They're not touching you, but they're within arm's reach. Like, if you flail a little too much, you might touch one of them. And they're just, you know, with all their legs, you know, they're all chattering weird noises. Like, I, I, they're doing weird spider shit. And that many spiders, I mean, they might wrap you up a cocoon. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Is that what spiders do? <laughs> no, they got webs or something. Larry! Larry, you're my animal expert. Oh, thank God that's over. Let's move on, chat. I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, everybody. I'm sorry. I don't know why that happened. Mom says, I just lost my placement. I was supposed to start tomorrow. Fuck, that sucks. I'm sorry. Because I won't bend on the reinstated mask mandate. Where are you at? Nova Scotia just dropped them. So Nova Scotia just dropped the mandates. Ontario has brought them back at the same time. How is anyone justifying any of this? It's all insane. They're all stupid and insane, and they've lost their fucking minds. They're bringing back masks, mandates, and hospitals in my area of Ontario. Oh, my God. Chelsea says, time to cash in all my nagged coupons I've been clipping. Nagged coupons. <laughs> I missed that joke. I, see, I, I, get, I get too behind with the Super Chats. I don't, I don't know what the hell. I don't remember what I was yelling about. Could be anything. Previous me would have understood what you, were, what you meant, but he's long dead. He's long gone. Stormy Heart says we'll be listening tomorrow, so I'm sh not sure if you've addressed it yet. I have now, but when you're listening to this tomorrow, it will have been a long time ago. So I am both in the present and your future and your past all at the same time, Stormy Heart. How do you feel about that? How do you feel about that? Uh, anyway... <laughs> Says, I wanted to chip in for that press release if you're still planning. Oh, it's done. It's in the fucking pipeline. Uh, if you're still planning to do it, fuck these people. They're brain damaged lying freaks. And it pisses me off that they're paid to do it. Go get them. Thanks for all the streams. Gun bomb knife. Knife bomb gun. Knife knife. Gun bomb knife. Guns that shoot knives and then explode into bombs. Potentially. We don't know. Yes, I'm looking forward to seeing you get out there. You know, There's more of that water stuff. Elon uh, actually... Refused to participate, which was pretty cool. Time check. Um, I don't know if that's worth mentioning. I missed a lot. I didn't, I mean, I didn't, I was kind of, you know, not paying attention to shit, but a lot happened in the last uh, little while when I've been on a siesta. <laughs> the CIA's gay now. Um, just so you know. The Atlantic. Don't we love the Atlantic? The Atlantic produces content. I don't remember them all, but I know that I've been doing this stream for a number of years. And I know for a fact, if you're on my page, there's a reason you're on it, and it's for an extreme reason. It's either extremely based, extremely disturbing, extremely uh, confusing, extremely ludicrous, or, you know, 
mostly ludicrous and insane. But and and I think this is one of the reasons. I think the Atlantic is for the former, the la- the latter rather. I think that for the latter reason, I think I feel like I've read a lot of Atlantic articles that say something like this: "Coming out as transgender made me a more effective CIA officer." Oh, I bet it did. I bet it did. How being honest with herself and her colleagues helped her serve her country by Jenny Hall. Yeah, there's something I will never read. Oh, man. Oh, it's, it's going good. It's going good. In, especially, you know, especially in Canada. Jen Steen says, tell Morgan that Cosby needs to tuck you into bed for the sex spiders. That's very disturbing. You guys are getting creepy now. The spiders were bad enough. We got to worry about those. But now Cosby's here, too. The spiders carry me around like I'm their king. Like he's just floating around on a bed of spite, like just millions of spite, like how ants carry things. He's just he doesn't have a chair that moves him around. He has a blob of spiders. Because, I mean, he is constantly I mean, they don't want to be fucking, but he's fucking a lot of people still. And the spiders, you know, they get everybody's getting what they want. You know, it's a perfect symbiotic relationship. I can't believe I didn't see this sooner, actually, Jenstein. Thank you for alerting me to this. I was sure. I was sure. Canada's not in good shape, though. Um, where's the uh, where's the stupid clip? This is so, this is pretty funny, but uh, it's pretty accurate. Where's come on, screen? Oh my fuck! There we go. Check this out. Hi, welcome to Canada. Unaffordable housing is right this way. Yes. Hello, welcome to Canada. Inflation's at an all-time high. Yep, shawarma plates are like 20 bucks. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Hello, welcome to Canada. Average cost of a two-bedroom apartment is 2700 <laughs> Nothing's available. Good luck. Yeah, keep going. Hello, welcome to Canada. Our news is censored now. No one really understands fully what that means. It all happened really quick. Yeah. Hi, welcome to Canada. Oh, refugee? Yeah. Here's your blanket and Walmart gift card. Thanks. Have a good one. Yeah. Hello. Welcome to Canada. Oh, you're Canadian. Welcome back. Things feel different now. You'll see. <laughs> Who's that guy? Herzy1000 on TikTok. I like it. Thumbs up. It made me chuckle and therefore less likely to devolve into a psychopathic murder rage. This is good for everyone, Herzy. You have done the nation a solid favor. You have earned Philip a grim favor. I just like saying it, I guess. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's funny because uh, it's darkly true uh, for a number of reasons. One of them, very, pretty fucked up. Where is this stupid tweet? Did I accidentally close that one? No, I didn't. Yeah. So, <laughs> if you're having trouble, like, Man, it's just too expensive to get a house. You know, everybody in the country has that problem. Literally everyone that doesn't have somewhere to live right now is struggling to find somewhere to live. Because the top 10% of people in this country on income, which is between $174,000 to $170,000, if you made $176,000, 175, let's call it down the middle, $175,000, that's what you make in a year. Pretty good, hey? Pretty good. What are you, a... Uh, you know, playing for an, a, an an American Hockey League team. You know, you, you know, what are you, a big shot doctor? Yeah, fucking. Well, the average cost of a home is seven hundred and fifty four thousand dollars, and per the mortgage uh, qualifying rules in Canada, even the top ten percent of these people in this country that make that much money can't afford a house. 
because uh, they don't they don't uh, they don't qualify. The minimum income required to purchase the average home. The average home, $754,000. You're going to need to be pulling in between you and you and your wife or you and your seven wives, whatever the fuck you're going to have to do to make this work. Minimum is $180,000. Okay? That's what it costs to live somewhere. The average home cost. The average cost. The cost that like basically everyone is, yeah, that's pretty much what we're all paying. Almost a million dollars. So for you to qualify for a mortgage, you're going to need to make at least as much, which puts you in the top 10% of the country. So, you know, the bottom 90%, fucking forget about it. Things are going well, aren't they? That's that's not the biggest bubble ever. Oh, no, that's going to end really well. And we're going to bring home powerful paychecks, and we're going to build back better. And with this many people, and we're going to bring in millions more people, millions, millions, and millions more. Um, and we're going to just keep jamming people in here until it explodes. That's the plan, and that's what the conservatives are going to do. You guys are all like, oh, but the lit- the- they're done, dude. It's just a matter of time. It's just a matter of time where they cycle in the new, uh, the new retard squad. Heard of you- and uh, this, is, this is real interesting, too. Morgan dug this one up. I heard a new term on TikTok today that made me stop in my tracks. We are living in the silent depression. This guy believes we are not just living in worse than the Great Depression. We're living in the silent depression. The average annual income in 1930 for an American individual was a little over $4,800. Sounds like nothing. But if you adjust that for inflation, a little over $4,800 a year in 1930 is equivalent to almost $85,000 annually for the average salary for one person right now. How's that feel? People in the Great Depression were doing better than you right now. <laughs> and you're like, how can that be possible? But when you think about it, I mean, what's better? Like Everything's falling apart. Nobody can afford anything. Uh, you're basically a working slave. Your money buys nothing. And, oh, well, do you have Netflix? You got a fancy, oh, you got one of these? You got some fancy fucking toys? So you're, it's not, it's better like food insecurity. Like that's, that's going to be worse than the fucking depression. If it isn't already food banks don't have enough food. We don't have enough. We don't, people are in the streets already. 20% of people that own homes in Canada are looking at bankruptcy by new years. There will be millions of people on the street in this country within a year. The cities will have thousands, thousands of homeless within a year. Do you understand me? Do you understand what that means? Do you know what that's going to look like? Do you know what that's going to do to those cities? This is a time bomb that we cannot escape. It's too late. All you can do is brace for impact. And you've got PP up there saying, we're going to have powerful paychecks. They're not t- none of them are telling you the truth about anything. They're all going to be fine. They're all very well insulated. They're all very rich. See, they've got their compounds. They've got all kinds of supplies. They've got all kinds of connections. They got all, they, they're fine, right? They're all multimillionaires, and they own multiple properties and all of this shit. Do you? When people are like paycheck to paycheck, like it seems the entire country is, even minor, tiny you know, fluctuations in prices is the difference between somebody being able to pay the rent and feed their kids and not being able to pay the rent and not feed their kids. And it's just going to get worse and worse and worse. And uh, this is the worst possible time to flood the country with migrants. 
and you don't have the guts to even address that. You're willing to exacerbate the problem, make the problem worse, make the suffering worse, make the crime worse, make the competition for resources worse, make the housing market worse, make it all worse. Because if you didn't, somebody might say you were racist. So better to just destroy everything than be called names a year in 1930 is equivalent to almost $85,000 annually for the average salary for one person. Right now, the average annual salary is $56,000 a year. We currently are making less than the height of the Great Depression. In 1930, gas was on average 10 cents a gallon. That would be about $1.73. In case you haven't filled up your car lately, average cost of a gallon of gas is $3.50. These are American prices, by the way. Five cents to buy a new car in 1930 would have been about $860 worth about 15 grand Ooh. the average cost of a new car today is $48,000 and of course the most coveted aspect of the American dream being able to when I bought my first car it was in 2006 I bought an SS Impala because I was going to war and I didn't give a shit and I was like I might die and I'm just gonna buy this fucking sweet car because why not I got nothing to pay for anyway and it was like exp- it was like oh Jesus like that's a lot of money to spend on a car you know at the time it was I think thirty nine thousand dollars in two thousand and six and I bought it brand new <laughs> now the average cost is like I remember when I went looking at trucks a couple of years ago I got mine as like a twenty seventeen you know had a reasonable amount of mileage on it you know. And even that was like forty fucking thousand dollars, forty something thousand dollars, or maybe it was closer to fifty, for a used like multiple years old pickup truck. I had an F one fifty in two thousand and I think ten or so. I think that was about thirty six thousand dollars, brand new. You fucking buy a brand new F one fifty now? Oh, what do you got? Eighty ninety grand? We're getting absolutely robbed blind. Yeah, my lamb's out. They're all <laughs> you don't you don't get it. Buy a house in 1930 cost about thirty nine hundred dollars, less than seventy thousand dollars. I spend way too much time on Zillow, so maybe this isn't surprising to me. But the average price of a home in America today is four hundred and sixteen thousand dollars. How could you're lucky? It's only double that in Canada. We be living through worst cost of living and wages than 1930, and no politician, no media outlet, no one is talking about it. That's Bidenomics. It's about growing an economy by strengthening. That's Bidenomics. Listen, it's how you make everybody poor. You want to make them all eat potatoes right off the street. This new, this new food. Or bags of potatoes. That's what they're going to do. They'll just have bags of potatoes. You'll just feed at them like pigs in the streets. And you're going to say, thank you, government. And you're going to say, build back better. And for dessert, you're going to get cricket sandwiches. <sighs> Man, and it's like people are in denial. It's, it's um, literally the Titanic. The micro, I've been kind of playing this metaphor for years, but it's just becoming more and more relevant. The longer things go on, the more it's confirmed that that is the most accurate uh, uh metaphor there is for this something can happen and i think i've probably talked about the last five streams in a row there were people on the titanic and this speaks this is human nature it's like meta and micro and macro like there was people on the titanic who were in complete denial on up until the point the boat started like like uh oh like but there was a million times to be worried before then and they were in complete denial about it. And some people were just, eh. 
you know, doomed to their fate. They can see everything getting worse around them. And they're like, what can you do? And they just do nothing. So people are expecting this like, oh, eventually, eventually shit will hit the fan and everybody will. That's never going to happen. Not unless people like organize and make something happen. This is generic, like everybody's just going on one day. Nope, they won't. They'll literally stand there and drown on the boat like idiots. Unless somebody organizes something, they'll just stand there and, and die, apparently. That's human nature, apparently. So, you know, we've uh, this this has been obvious for a while. We've been talking about this for a while. All this inflation, but like things are going to be cost. I was like, hey, you're ready to pay $50 for a box of cereal? Who remembers me saying that a few years ago? You ready to pay that? You ready to fucking really get You ready for $2 a liter for gas? You remember me saying that? What's how much is gas in your town now? These people ignored it the whole time and now their feet are wet and they're like, "Oh, jeez, what's going on?" I'm like, "Bro, you've been sleeping this whole time." crazy and those are you know i don't know if the math totally checks out i didn't you know do that myself but that's what they're going but i mean it it's without saying things are significantly worse and people are doing really really bad and uh it doesn't seem to be getting <laughs> better anytime soon oh boy uh alex how are you he says every time you talk too loud i turn my volume down so as not to scare my neighbor no you want to scare them you want them to call the police uh, oh, no, my God. Does this mean I'm ashamed of you? I would be. I would be. Uh, gun, what? Gum bong night? No, you're drunk. You're you're messing it all up. It's gun bomb knife. It's lethal weapons. It's 3D printed guns. It's legally actionable threats against politicians. It is real terrorism. It is homemade, homegrown, I-M-V-E-D-E-C-C-E-D-E-S. It's fucking all of the acronyms. It's mustard gas made in... You know, bathtubs and children are making it. There's children making mustard gas in bathtubs right now, loading them into canisters as we speak through a sophisticated network of child soldiers who are handing off homemade mustard gas. They're transporting them in backpacks to and from elementary schools. That's where the drops are taking place inside elementary schools. Mustard gas exchanges with Hamas are happening inside Ontario elementary schools right now. Act now, CSIS, before it is too late. This is all real. Kurt Phillips said it was real. Therefore, launch the entire national security apparatus without anyone double-checking anything. That could never happen, could it? Do you think they would be that crazy? That they would just go off on some crazy witch hunt like that without any verification of anything? You don't think you'd live in a place like that, do you? Jenstein, how are you? Thank you very much, sir. He says, all honesty, man. Was at my friend's celebration of life yesterday, and I need this tonight. Truly believe he would be here if they didn't throw you in jail. You just make me feel bad. <laughs> like, you didn't save him. Like, oh, I'm sorry. I mean, I can only, I mean, they're banned everywhere. Take it up with them. He says, love you, man. I'll back off the sick shit. Good. Good. You're disturbing. You know? <laughs> sorry about your friend, man. It's 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 like, I, I've been through it a lot, you know? It's, um. They don't get easier, but you get used to it, if that makes sense. It's not good. It's like, uh, you know, you just get, you've, you know, it's like getting beat up. It's never fun, but it's like, I've this has happened before. You know, I'll be, I'll survive. It sucks. Uh, Richard Payne says, bought my Ram in the fall of 19 for 34000 Yeah, probably, uh, or, well, 39, 34000 in the 19. That's, I can't, uh, 
Uh, yeah, they really spiked. I think it was the COVID money. Really, people went car crazy. And they're all, oh, free money. I'm going to buy new cars. And I think that's fucking fucked the market. That's what I think. Uh, hand me in a couple of options. Brand new, 39000 for all the taxes. Built in Detroit. That's why I remember about the big, scary Trump economy. Oh, right. Oh, he's back. The honor. Oh, this is Harjit. Honorable Harjit. You think if Trump wins down south of Dag, loons would be accepted as political refugees? Probably. It, for him to win, like, I don't know, man. I don't know how they're going to get through this without a war. I don't see them letting him take the presidency without serious, like, serious, you know, heat. I don't know. I don't see it happening. I'm not saying it won't happen. I'm saying I'm just anticipating the confrontation as we all know is coming. Do you really believe after everything they've done... They're going to have an election. Just honestly, I'm not trying to fear monger. I'm just, this is how you think. <laughs> this is how I think. Do you honestly believe after everything you've seen them do and say and pull and the lengths they've gone to and the, the ways they've exposed themselves potentially to being arrested and charged themselves should the wrong people become president, like Trump maybe, you think they're they're facing life in prison if he becomes president? And they're going to go, oh, well, you know what? The people have spoken and they voted for him. Say la vie. I accept my fate. Really? It's just it's just like that. He's just going to win elections. It's not going to be any issues. Nothing's going to go wrong at all. Are you sure? <laughs> really? They're just going to go, oh, well, you beat me. All's fair that it, all's well that it's well. Come on, Obama. Let's go to prison forever. Okay. You know, I don't think so. I feel there's, there's going to be a situation is what I'm saying. And I, uh, you know. We don't know. We'll see what happens. Okay. What else is going on? Oh, we're getting late. Good. Good. He is, um, and this is another thing which is interesting. That's one of his campaign uh, things now. He's going to disclose, or he wants, he's at, he's d- demanding that, uh, you know, the pharmaceutical companies disclose all the vaccine side effect data. Hmm. Hmm. This is the most corrupt president in history, he alleges, referring to his successor. The most incompetent at the same time. It's pretty incredible. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty incredible. It really is. He was part of this rollout. Yeah, I don't know. Man. Who knows what went on in there? Who knows what goes on in these offices, you know? You don't know who's got shit on who, and it's just... All right. Elon and... <laughs> all right and there's more of the arson by the way i saw a post oh, i didn't save it because why but it was on my telegram page t.me slash raging distant ii you can find the link on the website which is dot com same thing if you can't figure it out i mean i don't know what to tell you that they're warning that the the wildfires and the climate change is going to continue into the winter you see in the Canadian February frigid, you know, minus 40, everything's covered in ice winter. Uh, yeah, everything's still going to be burning then. So, just so you know. <laughs> and it was like all all the same climate change talking points. It was like, people believe it. They're just, they'll believe anything. They won't believe that, again, oh, look, a man, char- oh, arson again. Wildfires in the provinces north of Quebec. Man, 37, charged with arson. Oh, Quebec is on. There was big wildfires in Quebec, remember? It's climate change and we have to do something. No, we don't. We just have to arrest this guy. There he is. Got him. There. 
That's how the fire started. Globe and Mail. Man charged in connection with series of wildfires in provinces north. Sounds like that's probably what happened. Probably not, uh, probably not, you know, the air just set them on fire because it's so hot. It was lightning. It was always lightning. Or it was all a bunch of arsonists. I mean, if you call that lightning, I mean, maybe you could. There's probably some way to do something like that. Elsewhere in America, this is fucking really insane. Um, you know what? Maybe, I don't know. Do I want to do that? No, I don't. Not yet. Elsewhere in America, though. This is what I mentioned earlier. This is old news now. I mean, nobody cares anymore, but it's it's how fast it happens. This guy wasn't even there. This guy wasn't even in Washington. 22 years in prison. You know what he should have did? He should have just raped a disabled woman and fathered a child with a disabled woman that he is, like, held against her will and raped. And then he only would have got house arrest. But did he walk around? No, he didn't walk around. He was involved in the people that walked around 22 years for being in charge of the group of people that walked around. Seditious conspiracy to attack. Oh, wow. That's, uh, you know. Oh, there's Joe Biggs. He only got 17 years, 18 years, 15 years, 10 years. They sought a 33-year term for Tario. Characterized as a naturally charismatic leader, a savvy propagandist, and the celebrity chairman of the National Proud Boys organization. Oh, well, at least they're nice to him, you know? He sounds competent. He sounds like a competent leader. Prosecutors claimed he exhibited pernicious, violence-oriented leadership. <sighs> That's scary, boys. That's the kind of shit they say about us, right? And me. Actually, both of those sentences, I've, in those in those documents, I'll, I could publish them right now, but I'm kind of struggling. I really got to use the bathroom. This usually doesn't happen. I drank too much of that water too fast. I have a video I can play, and it'll buy me some time. But in those uh, in those documents that I'm going to dump imminently, um, that's what they say. Violence adjacent. They don't say that you're violent, but you're kind of you're you're violent in your rhetoric. The things you say make people feel unsafe or something. So therefore, 22 years in prison. Oh. Well, that's fucking crazy. 15 years would be sufficient, said the defense attorney. Oh, he asked the judge for leniency so he could return to society and turn away from his selfish endeavors. Well, the guy's facing life in prison. Expect him to say, I'm not a political zealot. Doesn't matter. They made you one. It might as well be now. That's the thing, man. It's like, if you're in that situation, like you might as well just go all the way, because like you're getting, you're they're putting you in prison for life. Like that's happening. If I if I apologize, really, really good. No, dude, they're taking their pound of flesh. No, nothing you say is going to save you. You're you're going to be used in as an example. They're punishing you to you know scare other people. So you might as well say the opposite of this. And say, like, I will never die! You know, like, give the boys some motivation or something. Because, you know, you're not, this isn't going to save shit. And now you're going to sit in there for the next 20 years. Oh, man. I just, what a fucking shit show. That's so insane to me. Again, 9-11 happens. Nobody's arrested for that. 
Enrique Tarrio does 22 years. Did anybody ever get arrested for the Iraq War? Which one? You know? Again, we killed millions of people illegally. Artoria Soul says, I'm glad I caught Ragecast in time for my birthday tomorrow. Happy birthday, sir. Love your work. Thank you, man. Trump will part. Well, that's the thing. Like, you better hope, man. You better hope that's true. How long is this? Oh, yeah, I got a few minutes. Because, like, that that's not... <laughs> When I said there was a coup, like we're under enemy occupation, I mean it. Like the souls and the, the, whatever, the entities, the people that are making the decisions around here are fucked. They're totally like defective or just evil or insane or a mixture of both. To where we have a society where it is it is acceptable, or well, let's start with this: it is unacceptable to have a polit a peaceful political demonstration and rally around a fucking building. And let's not pretend. Oh, they stormed the bu- The fucking FBI let them in. It's on camera in a million places. It's obvious. Everybody knows. It's out in the open. They've admitted it. And they walked around, a couple of shit got smashed and broken. One person was shot for no re- I mean, what the fuck? This all, none of this should have happened. But to put them in jail for life, okay, well, so if that's your standard, that's how seriously you take the law, that's how seriously you take not fucking around in America, I could accept that if that was held as a standard across the board, but it isn't. Because you can do also things like uh, blatantly lie to everyone, drag them into illegal wars, you know, I mean, is is it ever? I don't like. Is, is there ever such a thing as a legal war? Right. I mean, in the in the pretense that there was no reason, there was no justification. Uh, they gave you one, but it wasn't real. It was bullshit, and everybody knew it was bullshit. I remember distinctly knowing that at the time. Everyone, much like the COVID stuff, kind of knew deep down. Some people would say it out loud. Most people wouldn't. And during that time, if you were somebody that's like, I think this war is bullshit, you would be treated like an anti-vaxxer was today. I lived through it. You weren't allowed to question it. Or you were, oh, what are you with the terrorists now? All of that happened. All of those people. All of that death. All of those wars. All of it. And nobody was even arrested. What justice are you talking about exactly? And as a consequence of the cowardice of the people in charge, our people in charge, specifically in Canada, who had a duty and responsibility... To make sure they knew what they were doing before they did something like, oh, I don't know, commit our sons and daughters to a war they didn't understand. But they did. They did because they're cowards. No one would question anything. Everyone just wanted to blindly go along with the momentum because America says and America gets what it wants, so that's what we're going to do. So be damned if your children, your sons and daughters become maimed, broken, and killed, and gone forever. That's the Canadian way. We shy away from confrontation. We don't ask hard questions. We don't stick up for ourselves. And as a result of that, a whole bunch of people are now dead that never needed to be. So when people say, well, what's the big deal? 
Oh, so PP didn't say anything about the vaccine injuries debt. Yeah, well, what's the big deal? Every day he doesn't makes it worse. More people die. The result of not saying something isn't benign. There are there are no it, the victims are silent because you never hear them scream, but they exist. Just because you don't hear it and you don't see it doesn't mean it didn't happen and doesn't mean that it's not your fault. So as a result of neglect, of negligence, of arrogance, maybe, the people of Canada and a lot of other people around the world were subjected to things like this. Be right back. There is an outcry this morning from families of Afghan war veterans. Last week, they learned that the national defense officials had held a private ceremony to dedicate a new memorial that includes the cenotaph from Kandahar Airfield. The veterans' families weren't invited to that, and they are calling the decision a betrayal.
Oops. <laughs> what was the point of all of that? We don't know. All we know is we have to slava right now. That's all we have to know about. Because we care. We care so much about war and its victims and the aftermath and the soldiers and so on. We care so deeply, don't we? We prove it all the time here in Canada, especially. So we have to slava. They didn't have the screw. The same people are in charge. This, this, again, the whole relevance, 9-11, that, that was when they showed their hand. They showed their face. Surprise, you're governed by evil people. They're still here. No one has stopped. I missed the part where they were ever caught and put on trial and removed. I, I didn't see that take place yet. So they're, they're still there. And uh, our so-called resistance, our so-called leaders in this country didn't have the scruples at any point in time up to 2020 to say to to do anything about any of this just begrudgingly or willingly we did or just went right along that nobody who cares it's all bullshit everyone knows it but let's just do it anyway and then covid happened so you think they were going to stand up for you then they wouldn't do it there now a much even bigger scarier situation at least a war far away that's one thing but this is right at home isn't it and you think these people they didn't have the guts to stand up the the, the challenges are only getting harder the overt oppression by, by these powerful people and these elements in the state are only becoming more extreme and more terrifying, and you think at some point they're just going to grow a spine and go, well, actually, actually, that he's just going to somehow become 10 feet tall and bulletproof and shut it all down. Dude, they, it's only getting harder, and the closer they get to the seat of power, the more responsibility they have. They're not going to do jack about anything they're just along for the ride they're just vacuuming up that pig trough like everybody that came before them they know what time it is they know what game this is it's musical chairs and they're getting all the chairs and telling you not everyone needs a chair oh yeah you do <laughs> trust me and if you don't want to fight for your own chair why do you deserve one that's, that's another like rule of nature. See, we got spoiled and coddled for so many years and decades living in the West where we never really had to fight for anything, did we? Uh, we just basically coasted on the backs of the World War II generation and their conquests and just kind of, you know, lived the good life for about, you know, 60, 70 years. And now it's kind of coming to an end and people don't know what to do about that. Well, uh, that, that's life. That's how it works. And the people that succeed and, and continue on in the future and do well, those are the people that take action to defend themselves themselves, and, and, and work towards their interests in the future. The people that stand around nodding and looking at each other and stuffing their face with cheese, doing nothing. Well, see, they go down with the Titanic and they die because they didn't do anything. They just stood there, boink, 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 like deer in the headlights. If you're not willing to fight for your seat at the table... You don't get one. That's how it works in real life. We've just never had to. But now people are taking our shit away. Are you going to defend it or not? If you don't, it's not going to be given back to you out of the kindness of their hearts. You're a piece of shit colonizer, remember? You're the you, the Western country. We have to tear everything down and destroy everything to make to make right our terrible sins. Right? I'm sorry, I'm still stuck in the whole 9-11 war thing. Like, you're like, actually, we were wronged. My people. 
My people were wronged hundreds of years ago. My people were wronged right fucking now, though. Like, still ongoing. You know, the veteran community and their families and loved ones and friends, you know, my people, I think it's fair I can say that. I belong to that, you know, very specific group, tribe of people. We've been wronged very fucking severely right now. Currently ongoing. But please tell me again, what happened a thousand years ago and why do you need a billion dollars? Oh, okay. Well, as soon as I get back from the latest RCR suicide, I'll drop by and hand you some money. Maybe you can get a a state-funded fucking CBC (laughs) fucking made-for-TV documentary about your struggle you imagined in your head. They should just, you know, India's trying to change the name of its country to like Bharat. No, you're India. But fuck that. The whole point was Canada should just change its name to like pretentious fuck. That's basically the, a bunch of pretentious fucks. Stuck up, narcissistic, holier than thou, pretentious fuck. And that's, you know, not fair to say the whole country. The people running the country though. The people making the most noise, the people you hear from the most often, from government offices and talking heads and television and media and elsewhere, yeah, pretentious fucks absolutely applies to them. And it's just this little group of dickheads doing whatever they want, whenever they want. But you can't say anything because you'd be odious. You'd be an odious dirtbag. Like, get a load of this guy. This is the New Zealand Prime Minister now. Check this out. Um, in terms of the vaccine mandates, I acknowledge that it was a challenging time for people, but they made ultimately made their own choices. There was no, there was no compulsory vaccination. People made their own choices. Oh, well, that's good to hear. Oh, what's this? A clip from back then. I think early next year we'll be in the phase of chasing up people who haven't come forward to get their vaccination or have missed their bookings and so on. So uh, everyone will be able to get a vaccine between now and the end of the year. Uh, But of course, you know, and and I want every New Zealander to come forward, but human behaviour suggests that there will be some people that we have to actually really go out and look for, uh, and, and some of that may spill into next year. But our commitment is everyone will have the opportunity to get the vaccine by the end of the year. Uh, Everyone will, uh, but I I can't say that, you know, that we're not going to have some hesitant people or some people who just haven't come forward that we don't have to go out and find next year. I think. Remember when I said I didn't want to turn around and look at Australia? I mean, that's, I know that's New Zealand, but like, that's close enough. (laughs) People made their own choices. You know, they chose to do it or they didn't. It was, it was fine. We're going to hunt you down into the bushes. We're going to chase you into the forest. And drag you kicking and screaming to the vaccination clinic. And we're going to achieve 100% vaccination rate no matter what. Wow. Okie dokie. Somebody's got a funny memory. Hey, somebody remembers things wrong. The internet is forever. Um, You know, so good luck trying to sell that to people. Oh, we've got densification. I don't want to. The hell was that? I just saw a flash of light. It's the ghosts are back. I don't want to deal with this, you guys. I'm gonna go to the chat. I'm gonna hide in the chat like I always do when I don't when I get scared. 
It's almost time to go, thank God. Um, Jensen says, don't feel guilty, just a couple of boys. Enjoy your sense of humor and therapy, kind sir. Well, thanks, man, and don't you're going crazy. Like, don't fucking bankrupt yourself. I hope you're... Uh, Man on the Mountain says, I predict that 2024 will be the first year in history where forest fires naturally occur during the winter due to climate change. I think so. Canada's known for its fiery, wintry, you know, winter fires. When the trees hang, when the ice, <laughs> icicles and ice sheets hang from the trees in the wintertime and they're just bursting into flames. I know exactly what you're talking about. I remember that happening all the time. Because what would you know about it? I've spent a lot of winters in the woods in the army. So like basically every winter for 14 or 15 years, I spent in the woods with the army being fucking miserable. And not once. I wish it would have fucking caught fire. Do you know what it's like in the fucking Gagetown training area in mid-February? It's like minus 47. Chance of wanting to die, high. You know, likely. (laughs) Bad Grandpa says, The day of 9-11 I was given the right answer and refused to believe until years later. I know, but people are open to it now. People are way more open to it, and it's crazy. I was watching, uh, you know, Dawson earlier. He was on, I think, Levine's show or something, and it's just like, and, and, like, pure normies who are nowhere near any of that stuff, right, are, like, for the first time, like, oh, my God. I'm like, yeah, dude. I've been living with this for 10 years. It's heavy. It's pretty wild. Pretty crazy to see how the world really works. And when you untangle a lot of that other, you know, crazy nonsense that's out there, Queen Ramona and all that, like, dude, reality is, is insane enough. You don't need these crazy, you know, fantasy world conspiracy nonsense to get excited about to fucking... I'm, Real life is is very, you know, disturbing and, and fascinating and crazy. You don't need to get into, into crazy nonsense world. Uh, Chet says, I loathe these bastards for what they did. They refused to help Lionel Desmond. And they threatened my friends who were on that 911 call after they asked for help. What? They deserve whatever hell awaits. They, what do you mean? They threatened your friends who were on the call after they asked for help. Uh, Lionel Desmond was in my, uh, in my unit a couple times. Well, we were in the same battalion, but I worked with him a couple of times. He was a really nice guy. He was, uh, you know, he got pretty fucked up. And they didn't take care of him very well, obviously, you know. That's one of the lies they tell you. Don't worry. When you get out of the Army, you'll be well taken care of. You'll have all, whatever you need. Yeah, that's that's not true. That's not true at all. That's a huge lie. Um, you're basically regarded as, you know, annoying, you know, tra- you have to fight for everything, every inch of everything. And it's, it feels as though it's deliberately done in such a way that it's just discourage you from pursuing any of these things. So the government can save money. And that's not my opinion exclusively. That is the opinion of a lot of guys. And some of them are like, they just want you to kill yourself. They fucking send you on these. Cr- it's so, <sighs> it's difficult to deal with, you know? Uh, Sergeant Rock says, that end statement of that video makes me sick. Oh, yeah, it made me sick. That was, yeah, do you guys like that? That's some home movies I threw together a few years back uh, with some newsreel stuff and, you know, just because that happened. I did a whole video about it at the time. They Yeah, they did this memorial, but it was like they were ashamed of it. Like, oh, just stick it in the back room in Ottawa somewhere. Like, nobody, like, this couldn't have been a national day. They could have unveiled this on fucking, you know, outside the war memorial, like, and you know, on Canada Day and made a big thing about it. You know, they could have they could have did that. They could have invited the families of the guys whose names are on there. They could have, you know, honored them and and you know, pre- they didn't do any of that. They're like, "Can we just stick in a back office?" The architect of Op Medusa thinks that's what we should do. The fucking stolen valor 
turban wear that. I'm basically, it was all me. No, you didn't do anything. You're the fucking Simic captain, dude. Relax. Does Frazier know you're talking like this? Does Lieutenant Colonel Fraser know about that? Oh, I guess he didn't do anything. He was oh, he was barely even in charge. If you if, if you hear the liberals tell it, it was all Harjit. Harjit is he's like so badass, he's so amazing. He was a fucking reservist. Simic officer. Like I talk to civilians and they tell me things and they tell me about their problems and I try to get them money so they can, you know, buy bread and stuff. Oh well. well, well, well. And there'll be people that'll be like, oh, you shouldn't shit on a guy's service like that. He started it. I wasn't. He decided, you know what? I know what I did do, but that's not cool. I'm going to really amp this up. I'm going to make myself seem way bigger than I really am and take way more credit for this battle than I actually deserve. Even though many Canadians, there was the biggest battle since the Korean War that we fought in and a bunch of our guys were killed. I could take this as an opportunity to then recognize that and point to their sacrifice again because whoever talks about those guys, who knows who Frank Mellish is? Fucking nobody, right? They know about Hurjit though, don't they? He made sure to get his name in the paper. Does Bobby Girard get a mention in the paper? No, we're here to talk about Harjit and how he is hero, hero of battle. Is he now? You fucking piece of shit. No shame at all. None. An insect. God, that man is an insect. Who was it was it who was the CDS back then too? It was Vance, wasn't it? That's right. Uh Chet says my paramedic buddies who went to that call and afterwards they asked for help. They asked to take some time off a of family EHS, threatened to fire them, so they quit and never came back. Jesus, fucking totally inhuman. Yeah. He says, I was at the base using the printer when they came in. They went they weren't okay. Well, yeah, finding dead kids and dead people, it's awful. Uh, management wouldn't even let me go home and get a uniform and take over for them. Well, they're badasses, right? They're all bad. Why don't you just go back to work? <laughs> oh, you've handled a lot of this, have you? Have you done stuff like this before? Uh, Jen Steen says, you would have never met this DAG community without your service. Something positive. I, I guess. I mean, yeah, you know, but it's, it's more like turning lemon, lemonade out of lemons, you know? When life hands you lemons, you turn it into a dissident podcast streaming and end up in jail and on the number one enemies of the state list. Oh, that's good. Good for you. Apperception says, 14 years military service sounds like the better part of two decades to me. 14 and a half, sir. He says, I wonder how many homeless vets are on the street with $200,000 locked in RRSPs they can't access until 65. Oh, those RRSPs are not going to be there by then. I'm sure of that. But there is a few. There's a few homeless guys. Not as many as there used to be because a lot of them have just uh, killed themselves instead. Uh, Wallbanger says, mask. Fuck you, make me. He's not wearing one. He's refusing. He's just letting you know. He's just like he's getting out in front of it, you know. I I can I can respect that. Uh, Billy Bob says, "When I see our militaries falling apart, uh, my anger is only quenched with the knowledge we might need to fight them in the future." <laughs> yeah, that's. I mean, that's a good thing. If you're concerned about your military being turned on you, it doesn't hurt to see it become totally pathetic and hilarious. It's like, well, at least at least it's a at least it's an army of clowns. You know, it's better than like those Russian guys I was telling you about. I'd rather. 
I'd rather them not be real motivated to come kill me because they're really good at it. You know, they'd probably get it done. Oof. Oh, what else? Yeah, this is this is fucking stupid too. Like, I don't know. I haven't checked in on on this. I don't, is it done? I don't know. Just give me a second. I'm gonna interrupt my entire stream for no reason other than just. Oh wait, what's this? What is this? Damn it! I lost my. I'll check it later. <laughs> I hate technology. But you can't blame CSIS and the RCMP. They had to invest the Diagalon threat, you guys. They had to. It's a serious problem. We've got these people in Canada. They're angry. They're cranky. They don't like the government. And some of them go to barbecues. And we're going to have to follow them around. And we're going to have to spend tens of millions of dollars investigating this and carefully catalog everyone. We need charts. We need hierarchy. We need who's, who's in command of who and who knows who and who goes where and who's doing what and all that. we got to do all of this. we got to treat it like it's a fucking terrorist organization because we're retarded. And Kurt Phillips said so. And there's literally no other corroborating information whatsoever anywhere. It's just the word of a bald incel man. That's... That's not the entire government based everything on. Incredible. And uh, this may surprise you. It surprised me. They even went so far as to violate my rights and to brief other countries, like New Zealand specifically, about me and everything they knew about me. So the New Zealand government now has a file on me. And the British government now has a file on me. And the Amer I may not be able to go to these countries now because I'm on a fucking terrorist list because Kurt Phillips said so! Oh, Canada, you were number two just for a minute. A brief flash in the pan, but... Pretty, pretty sure that's insane. That's pretty fucking crazy, and you'll see all that. But, you know, they gotta, they got to watch the threats. Never mind things like this. This is something you don't need to know about. Tens of thousands of people turned out for a Khalistan vote in Surrey, by the way. You know, British Columbia. Tens of thousands. They're, you know, they want their Sikh nation in India, by any means necessary, and are totally willing to use violence to achieve this goal. They've said so. It's very out in the open. Many of their signs and placards feature AK-47s on them. Vote was held at the Guru... Ugh, whatever. Vote is organized by Sikhs for justice. These are also the people that blew up the plane, the Air India bombers. Those were Sikh uh, terrorists as well. A group that is in full support of the Khalistan nation. There's no opposing voice. Blah, blah, blah. A group estimated more than 100,000 people attended the vote in Surrey. How is there 100,000 of these people in Surrey in the first place? And why are they basically organizing, uh, like, a, a cunt, like, so let me just get, the, I just want to get clear with this. These are the guys, they, they've literally blown up airplanes. Their leadership is banned from all countries. They're only people, like, that's why they're in Canada, because nobody else will take them. At least, you know, to a large degree. And the Indian government considers them terrorists and admonishes Canada for harboring terrorists. India says this openly and laughs at us and says we're retarded. And it's like, oh, well, we'll just we're just embroiling ourselves in a whole other conflict that has nothing to do with this because of reasons. And this isn't worth it. No, there's no reason to keep an eye on any of this. So what if they killed 285 Canadian citizens already? I mean, that's, that's a small price to pay for the food, though. Think of the food, though. 
We can't investigate any of that. That would be crazy talk. Oh, check that. All right. Did I get through it all? I might have. It might be over. Where are all y'all, by the way? Our prime minister is currently grounded there. The plane broke down. The plane no worky, so he's just trapped in India. <laughs> but the prime minister of India was scolding our prime minister over protests. Yeah. Mm. Here's what the Indians uh, have to say. They're promoting secessionism and inciting violence against Indian diplomats, damaging diplomatic premises, and threatening the Indian community in Canada and their places of worship. Oh. That's just that's just diversity, India. Stop being racist, India. Fucking or Bharat or whatever the No, you're India. You're always gonna be India. Oh my god. In I didn't know this. In June, India criticized Canada for allowing a float in a parade depicting the nineteen eighty four assassination of Prime Minister Indiri Indira Gandhi by her bodyguards, perceived to be a glorification of violence by Sikh separatists. <laughs> you got to be kidding me, man. No. What? Oh, no, this is okay? I just want to get one thing clear. RCMP, anti-hate, all that. When I said gunner rope, that was way too much for you. But... But this is cool. I I don't know how many words exist to describe different acts of stupidity. Different extremes of nincompoopery. Different depths of buffoonery. And all the underlying isms, ooneries, and, and baboobly blabs of just how stupid a motherfucker can be. You know, it, we, there's a wide range. And on all my years, of all the words and all the languages, I don't know what to say. We'll just we'll just float this down the street. This is just us killing your prime minister in broad daylight. Uh, we're just gonna fucking yeah, let's murder fucking Indian politicians. Oh, this is fun. Is this like a cultural thing? Let's go over and see what the Eritreans are doing. Oh, they're hacking each other to death with machetes in the park. Let's go see the multicultural jungle of Toronto. It's a war zone. Look at all the knives and stabbings and shootings. <gasps> There's white people with a flag and a mask and I'm a god murdered. I was murdered. Send the whole government after them now. <laughs> <laughs> No! Pretentious Fox is the name of the country now, and it's got a new national anthem, and it goes like this. Welcome to Canada! Welcome! Oh, my fucking God.
I'm going to develop an addiction to painkillers at this rate. I need an I need an escape I need a re- escape reality right now. I'm not I'm not okay. This is getting crazy. Oh oh well. I mean it's diverse and it's cool and it's awesome and it's a strength. Diversity is our strength and the fo- and again the food. I don't have I mentioned the spices in the food. <laughs> you are fucking no. You are fucking. I fuck you bloody. Fuck you. What, why 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 is any why is any of this happening? Why fucking Christ my god. How did you get here? Why are you here? <sighs> we don't even want to be here, you know? <laughs> All right, I'll get through the last couple of these and then I'm going to pack it in. Uh app reception. Oh, I got that one already. No, no, that this one. He says I just noticed. I noticed the uh military has changed up their recruiting videos as of late. I don't even want to know. I haven't seen them. That could be fun. Maybe I should do that on a stream sometime. Send me the new recruiting videos and I'll watch them live and probably vomit into my shirt. <laughs> oh! Oh! He says, I guess the LGBTQS plus minus community wasn't the force multiplier they were counting on. I guess they still is one and isn't a fire team. I don't. It's over for the military. I don't think they can rehab that. It's They've got 20% attrition rate. Which is catastrophic, like like disastrous. Like you're gonna have to have you're gonna have to do an emergency draft to backfill these positions. I'm not kidding. And then every year you don't, it just becomes such an insurmountable, you know, loss of personnel that you're gonna have to close down entire bases, entire units are gonna have to be rolled up, deactivated, fucking mothballed vehicle. Like it's just a sad state of just packing it. Like basically, the, the state of the Canadian military is all right, guys. Last one out. Turn off the lights and lock the door on your way out. That's that's where we're at, and it's. I'm sorry to say, but that's that's how it is. It's on the way out, and it, it has probably three years left before that's it. There's no military anymore. It's my estimation. They'll try to you know backfill it with as many migrants as possible. They're not interested. You're not going to get very many. They're terrible quality troops most of the time. They don't speak English. They don't know what the fuck they're doing. They're not from here. They don't like nothing. It's over. Uh, in my mind says gun bomb knife penis blast nipple sorry i'm late take my money i will for making me say those things and jensen says he got the shits and simply wanted to delay the flight oh the prime minister well he maybe he ate a lot of the spices the food though remember we talked about the food chelsea says does new calistan become the country's dump (laughs) shitting and booping and shitting i don't know i think they want it in the northern part of any i don't know man it's like then go there why are you here protesting about something you want over there? What do you want us to do? What is the Canadian government supposed to fucking do for you? Take your Khalistan flags and shove them up your ass. I don't want to see those here. Those aren't our flags. We have a bunch of flags. You, We don't need yours. If you want to fly that, go home and fly that over there. That has nothing to do with anything going on over here. And fuck you for trying to drag us in to your fucking petty bullshit you have going on with other Indian people. That is none of our concern. That is not our problem. And for you to come here and try to insist that it's our problem, who the fuck do you think you are, number one? And number two, maybe we just throw you all back and, and, and drop you off on, on a runway in New Delhi and see what happens. Maybe that. Since you're fucking... Do you have any other demands? Since we have to go build you a fucking country now, too, would you like, oh, I don't know, are all of our women supposed to start OnlyFans pages for you? Like, how far does this fucking go, Kalistan? How many times does PP have to put on the costume and go sit around in your costume parties before you guys are satisfied? The man's humiliated. 
how many different ones of these stupid do-rags you going to make this blind motherfucker put on and stay there and smile and then, which way is the camera? I can't, I don't know. <laughs> as King Mahabuli would say. Like, yeah, exactly, as King Mahabuli Dooley would say. You got her, bud. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Let's get that out of the way. All right. Let's get out of here. Let's fucking... Let's bail. You guys want to bail? Let's get the fuck out of here, man. <laughs> let's get out of here, bro. Let me find the right uh, words here. Um, yeah, I'm going to go check on the status of this. Uh, you know, I have... Oh, I actually... Technically, I'm late. I'm t- it's technically no longer 9-11, so I'm going to publish these a day late. Technically technically but hey you know i'm a man of my word (laughs) i have to do it but um it's it's um it's more than just like oh they're publishing a thing this is a very significant story uh for me personally because it's about me (laughs) it's my life and it's pretty fucked uh not just me um, but a lot of things had to happen to get to this point. A lot of um, a lot of help was needed. A lot of support was needed, and a lot of a lot of strength was needed from a lot of people for for uh, you know for me to get here. I didn't just you know this wasn't all me. I certainly had a lot of help from a lot of people, and I don't want to sit here and take them one at a time and because it would take all night i'd forget somebody and they'd be like oh well fuck me now you know it's like oh no i forgot blackie chan or something you know like there's so many people that I, it would just be ridiculous and they know who they are and if you're like what you mean? well i probably didn't mean you because you're a pretentious fuck <laughs> but i'm extremely lucky to have such an incredible group of people around and you know the friends i've made through this has just been outstanding i don't know i don't know what to say it's um you know, I can only say thank you guys so many times, but again, um, you know, I'm a fucking tough dude, but, uh, <laughs> you guys definitely made it a lot easier and, uh, I don't know what else to say. I just, uh, I appreciate you all very much, especially, you know, you guys in the community that have helped uh, support me through all of this and, you know, so for us to get to this point, so this story could be told. So like we had to keep fighting and we had to suffer through all of this crap and push through every single one of these hurdles and bullshit obstacles and every stupid thing that happened to just keep going and just keep jamming away until we get to this point where, you know what, no matter what, they can't take this away. This is, this is what happened. This is the truth and this is what happened. And and, uh, you know, you you earned that, you know, and I think we all I think this isn't just for me. This is for a lot of you guys. And um, I'm happy that you're able to have something to, you know, throw in somebody's face, you know, because, you know, people kind of went out on a limb for me. You know, they don't really know what's going on with my life and they, you know, are still out there supporting me because they believed in me. And that really touched me. That really did. And I felt like I have I owe it to these people now, to all of you to do the best job that I can and be the best person that I can and, and do everything as well as I can, you know, as far as as far as this goes, because that's the kind of. Purity of a fa- of just like they want to believe in something that, you know, I, I how can I bet- how could I ever betray that, you know, and, and how could I ever give up? Um, you sit in there and you sit in jail and solitary. You know, you don't know what's going to happen. I was I was pretty sure I was going to get Pat Kinged. You know, you're going to be or or the Coots guys. You know, just in jail forever. Bail denied. You're not getting out. And they did. They denied me bail. The only reason I got out is because I had a very good lawyer. 
and you know, of help from a lot of people, and they fought hard. They didn't. They didn't let me out. It was a fight. It was a full two full days of hearings, and it, you know, yeah, we got out of there, but it wasn't easy. But just to spite them, you know, you sit there on the floor in a prison shower, just like, when I fucking get out of here, you know. That's how you get through shit like that. You don't you don't succumb to the defeatism and be like, lament your situation and look around. It's like, you are where you're at. What can you do with this? Make the most of your time. Make the most of what you got. Figure it, you know, and recommit yourself. But also, not just to spite these motherfuckers, but also, again, I got so many letters from so many people like around the world. From Greece, I think, was the furthest one. That was crazy. And for, you know, many of you people to say that, you know, you've relied so much on this community and the things that um, we've done and said and, and has kept you, you know, kind of going and so on. Uh, it just felt like, how do you, when all of this, you know, when this kind of, when this stuff means so much to so many people, how can you, how can you, uh, how can you stop? How can you quit? So. I think we might be instructable. <laughs> We're certainly approaching levels of mythical ability. You got to see these files, dude. Last one for the road. Haley says my high school in Surrey was 85% East Indian. There are street signs in Surrey, like Scott Road in Punjabi, and that was 20 years ago. You can feel the momentum shift, though, can't you? It's like when you knock somebody down and they're not supposed to get up and then they start to get up and you're like, oh no. Uh oh. Yeah. Uh oh. We'll finish. We're going to finish season three strong, I think. I think season three is going to end on a high note. I feel like. It's certainly trending in this direction, you know? The, the, the ship's turning around. Bring those guns around, baby! Bring those guns around! Yeah! Alright guys, that's it for me. Thanks. Thank you so much again from the bottom of my heart and my family and my loved ones. On our behalf, thank you so much for everything you've done for me. We're fucking indestructible, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure, it's science. RagingDistance.com for all of my social media links, website, merch shop, and telegram page, and Substack and all this extra shit nobody fucking cares about, and nobody ever did care about. But that's where it's at, RagingDistance.com. And of course, Telegram, if you're not there, you're gay. You're a gay person. 
Well, what if I already am gay? Well, then you're twice as gay as you thought you were. How's that? T.me slash Raging Distant II. Have a good week, guys. Cheers. We'll see you next time. Six Step Tyrannus. Pop hat. Death to Stalin, for sure. He's getting fucked up. He's bleeding from one eye. He's not looking good. Phil, what is this? No, because you're- No, I can hear it. It's very loud. Yeah, you're playing your de- Your depressing revenge music. You're ruminating with whiskey in the dark and plotting. I can tell- I can see- The mu- Do you not hear this? Everyone can hear this. What did you and Larry do? Oh, now there's a drum. I feel like this is gonna build into some kind of crescendo. I don't want to be here. Yeah, there's a dark- you hear that horn sound? This is getting ominous. You're planning something really fucked up, aren't you? What happened? Did somebody cut you off in traffic? I don't like where this is going. I'm out. I don't- I gotta say, Larry's bringing out a dark side of you that I don't like to see. We're gonna have to keep an eye on him. Enjoy your weird, melancholy, teenage- He's not even saying, he's just staring and swirling the glass. That's never good. <laughs>